Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash J-R-E-E Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, It's a quaint little place. If you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. Listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Jesus. Long week, boys. <laughs> Sounded like a monster truck. Monster truck announcer. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, One man this summer. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Uh, my name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. I just want to say a big shout out to my barbar barbarians. <laughs> I'm trying to make a fan yeah. job, but I fucked it up bad there. <laughs> and to all the Patreon subscribers, the rest of you, whatever. And Simon. Hello, everybody. Uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, the premise here is rather simple. We, the three of us, have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode based on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons, as well as each episode. And uh, then we're going to give our opinions and uh, touch on some of the topics. Yada, yada, yada. Whatever. This, that, and the other. There we go. Kamar, how was your week? Oh, Big bender? I've been on a bender, buddy. But uh, Blues Fest is over, so it's time to start the recovery process. Uh, the old Blues Fest bender. I managed to avoid every single day. You didn't even go to Wu-Tang? Didn't even go to Wu-Tang. They weren't that good. Method Man wasn't there. Meth wasn't there? No. I think he's an integral part. But he is an integral part for old dirty bastard. They had his son. Yeah, young dirty. Yeah, he was all right. He also went to kinky for the after party. But they were like yelling at the audience all the time, like get some energy, get some energy. And then half the audience doesn't know who the fuck they are. Well, it's also like there's a tornado warning. Well, yeah, this is after, but <laughs> um, Snoop Dogg was better. That's also funny because I love how it's coincidental that they were talking about tornadoes this week on Joe and how they're just like tornadoes don't hit cities; they only hit rural areas. And I was like. Really? Because our city's been hit with a tornado 
every year for the last. And we had a vicious one this year where it fucking ripped right through last the forest. Last year, too. We had two where. I could take you all for a walk and yeah. prove Joe wrong. Climate change is real, boys. There you go. So <laughs> Tornado Alley is now located in Ottawa, Ontario. Um, I thought this week sucked. I'm just going to go out and say it. I agree, but I don't want to be negative. It's all about intent. Okay. Well, well, the intent of this week was for it to be good. Absolutely. Yeah. So well, we can't guarantee that. that. <laughs> I thought it was a decent week. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I mean, granted, there were a couple of uh, sore spots, but for the most part, hmm. I thought it was better than last week. Last week, I mean, who was the first guest last week? I keep forgetting. Before Weinstein was signed. Wasn't there only two guests last yeah. week? It was Weinstein. Oh, and, and, and uh, Uncle Joey. And frankly, I mean, this week was a heck of a lot more interesting. Well, Andy No was actually poignant because it just recently something happened, but I don't know about the other three. I thought that was a pretty weird call for uh, Joe, but we can get to that more. We'll when, get to that. Uh, we'll talk about it. I just when that comes on. Some housekeeping, because we had talked a couple months ago about uh, the beef between Theo Fawn and... Yeah, that beef was bullshit. Tom Segura was all bullshit. Yeah, yeah, Theo Gate was all fugazi. He was on your mom's house. Yeah, they went back and forth. Yeah, they did, they did it all. Tom was on Theo's. I mean, I never thought that was a legitimate beef. So and no, an- good way. for me. Another interesting uh, <laughs> point, which I'm sure will come up this this week's podcast coming, is the 300,000 signature petition to storm yeah. Area 51 on so September 20th. Stupid. I think it's actually 500,000 as of today. Yeah, it, it, it could be growing, but wouldn't that be brilliant like if they did it and the, the government killed them all? Like no, it, it's super retarded. First of all, nothing's in Area 51. We all know this. You want to find something, go to Area 52 through 55. Besides which, just last year, they shot a guy who tried to get into Area 51 carrying like a fucking beaker or something. So these people should check themselves. Well, my favorite is... What makes you think they don't have enough time to move this stuff, given that you've actively put out a petition on the internet with a date? They, like, I just, they've killed gone. a sneak attack. <laughs> Do you really I, think that the Americans would come out and say that Area 51 existed and leave anything in there? That's insane. But, no, but what I'm saying, Simon, is let's say, let's say they were like, oh, we, we do have that one thing there. They were like, well, they've given us three weeks to move That's it. Right, like, I just the, don't. They're not doing it until yeah, September like, or something. <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. I mean, look, it's fun that that many people are interested in aliens. It's something for Antifa to do. That's uh, right no, up their alley. No, 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 no. I mean, the question is this. If a half million people show up in the desert, is the U.S. government really just going to execute of course not. a half million people? But do you also think that those people are going to be, the American government is going to let them storm into a secure military base? Like, that's not happening. I feel like the government's setting up a <laughs> what kind of press man too right now. You know, so when you get there, it's yeah. just a big party. What kind of press That's a great idea. <laughs> Dude, they just set up a giant carnival. People show up. Burn a giant alien. Meanwhile, yeah. that is the sign for the aliens that they're fucking burning us. And literally they know a hundred feet below their feet. There are aliens in the secret lab. Either way. I'd, I can't wait until this happens because it'll be great. Did to you watch. see Joe's post today? Yeah. I think I have something to do with yeah, this. I can't do you Joe? like I have. I'm somewhat responsible really? for yeah. this. It's just, this could never have happened before the internet. Um, God, yeah. I, I hate that. Um, <laughs> that saying, what before the this internet? could have never have happened before the internet? Well, you're gonna it's hear true. a lot like, more from me. Th- <laughs> thanks, Plato. It's my go-to. 
<laughs> um, I guess real quick before we get into it. No, fuck it. Who cares? We'll just move on. Ooh, mystery. No, no, no. Wow. Um, if you, you want to find out what Matt was thinking, join the Patreon. Yeah. Where all my thoughts are broadcast live. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> um, he just has one of those mind meld things. Oh, yeah. did by the way, did you see that? That Elon's finally going to release Neuralink the is, uh, Neuralink? Neuralink is up. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, still no podcast. From uh, Eric Weinstein. Does that surprise you? Well, I, I think this guy is just like a mathematician and that's what I can do, I but mean, I cannot. I appreciate that you're still checking, Kamar. But he said I had a couple in the can, like open the can of worms. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go fishing. Well, maybe they're going through the portal, so they have to travel all the way through the. It just doesn't make sense to promote something and not put anything up. I was going to talk about it in the uh, post, Joe, but just while we're here, um, last week when you mentioned that perhaps he'd already opened a portal and Traveled come back, back in time, yeah, and he's the alien. I started looking at a lot of um, monuments, and uh, the, I mean. Listen, I can make that work. I could totally make that work. That is not the craziest idea that I've ever heard. That Weinstein. Well, that's funny because I put it out there as the a crazy guy, idea. Is the guy on Easter Island? And then, because just hear me out here, okay? Yeah. So in ancient Egypt, I, I can't remember what the king is called, but whenever this certain king took over, all of a sudden, all the depictions of uh, the Egyptians became different. They started being shown with long heads. They started being shown with pot bellies. Like they weren't interested anymore in making sure everybody looked really good. They were depicting people as they were. This all falls in, man. He's got a long head. He's got the weird hair. He's definitely got a pot belly. I mean... Just to add on to that, they just opened two more pyramids today, eh? That, that have been closed for 55 years. The red one and some other one. <laughs> well, Simon, think about it too. If you went back in time, you'd be like a foot and a half taller than everyone just by default. Yeah. So they'd all be like, who is this giant? For sure. Listen, uh, when we're done, remind me to show you pictures of um, the ancient Sumerians there. The um, That whole, the Anunnaki. Yeah. They look very much like Eric Weinstein. <laughs> very interesting. Imagine if I figured it all out on this podcast. I put it all together. Wouldn't that be something? All right, let's get into some fucking Joe. All right. Uh, 1321. Well, hold on. Why don't we oh, go over the guests and rate the week? Why don't we rate the week and go over the guests? The guests You'd this think after week... 38 episodes, we would have some sort of semblance of... I don't think those are people want. Semblance. <laughs> okay, excellent. Uh, uh, Simon, so go over So them. Robert... Oberst. Uh, Oberst... Strong man. Um, the guy you didn't like. Reggie there, Watts. Reggie Watts. Andy uh, no. Nago, And then finish off with. Um, Ian Edwards. Thank you. Well, you really didn't need me for that, eh, Matty? Oh, I need. Listen, I'm tr- <laughs> listen this is like. This I, could, I couldn't remember one of this them. This is like uh, when you work at a restaurant, they just spot check your cash just to see if it's bang on. I was just making sure you're you're still with us. Um We'll start with you, Simon. Rate the week because you're going to give it the highest. I give this week a uh, 3.3. That's 33 for all you numerologists out there. No, it's 3.3. But that's fine. Simon just likes stuff. (laughs) Kamar? Simon likes stuff. I'll give it a 3 just because I don't want to look like a horrible person. But if you didn't want to look like a horrible person, you'd give it a... One and a half. Wow. I don't care about how I look. I just, I genuinely didn't think this was a good week. 
I thought Ian Edwards was pretty boring. Like for a comedian, I just was like, wow. There's more flavor he's on the vegan. tip of my penis. He's vegan. He's got no energy to be funny. <laughs> sure. Well, the best episode of the week, hands down, is Robert Oberst. And I guess that should tell you a little something. something. Opinions can differ. Well, I mean, I might agree with Simon. I think also, though, that has something to do with the fact that going into it, you just assumed it was going to be shit. Like I did, right? Yeah, I thought did it you? was going to be a fitness one. Yeah, I'd, I had assumed. First of all, I thought he was going to be like foreign as fuck. I don't know why. I didn't even read. I just heard strongman. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like like Thor Bjornsson, you know, just like yeah, we live the vets, and um, so it was definitely refreshing. Um, but I just thought Reggie Watts was fucking terrible. Andy No was short, <laughs> and he's not that tall a guy. No, he is short. That's funny. Oh, he's you guys are. That's he's really a funny. Small Asian man. Um, and I just thought it was. Uh, he didn't have any sense of humor. Like when Joe tried to make that oh, joke. Oh, no, no. Oh, it's brutal. Let's, was, let's yeah, say yeah, it for okay, the episode. Fine. I'm just so going over my thoughts. Well, I just, hold on. I didn't rate it. I was just going over my, I'm doing a who's who wants to You're be a doing millionaire. You're Kamar. Yeah, who just wants to be a millionaire it. thought process. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess after going over it, I'll just give it a two and a half. I don't really want to shit, like, because I'd have to give everything a fucking one and a half throughout to, anyway, I'll give it a two and a half. There you go. I didn't think it was a great week. We'll start with Robert Oberst. I don't have the number. I'm going to guess 13, 18. 21. 13, 21. Oh, At bad. least, not as bad. usual, I'm way off in the numbers. Robert Oberst. Is he the world's strongest man currently? No, I don't think so. Okay. He's one of the strongest men in yeah, the world. Yeah, he's on a show called World's Strongest Man. I understand that. Which is a little misleading. Why is it misleading? Just because right. you were confused that you thought he was the world's strongest man. No, I wanted to know if he had won, or if he was currently the world's strongest man. Oh, he question. might be. I don't know. if. Uh... Uh, well, listening to this whole episode, I started to think in my head that Joe might be becoming a victim of his success. Because people are now coming on and too aware. Oh, this guy, was, this guy was a huge fan. Huge fan, and he just basically asked about every guest unless... Two weeks. Yeah. Like, what do you think of that guy? It was just like. I assume this guy secretly runs the Joe Rogan Experience Review. Robert <laughs> Oberst. Oh, who's into our stuff? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, possibly. But just, I've noticed certain people are like, well, Joe, you got the biggest show. Like, they're just, there was a, a period, I don't know where it was, four years ago, where people were going on like, who's, but who's I'd, this? I'd much rather a guy like this come on and fanboy out over Joe, which is exactly what he did, than a guy like, and again, this isn't to demean anybody it's just an example but like weinstein to come on and just like blow smoke up joe's ass you know what i mean i i, I would this seems way more authentic i feel they're one and the same kamar for me i think i i don't mind the fanboy stuff because occasionally they ask a question that we would have wanted asked. definitely that can't happen totally about a guest <clears throat> that's what who i'm saying is yeah, like i'm with because like if the three of us Dude, if the three of us ever got the chance to go on, I have a feeling that's what that's it would devolve about, into. Yeah. We would just go into like, okay, hold on. Simon's got a bunch of questions. Kamar's got a few. And Floyd's probably going to shit all over you. Do you still talk to Gary, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Just, That'd yeah, be awesome. Have you talked to Gary lately? There's stuff we want to know. That's all. So this guy pulled a 70,000 pound truck. Yeah, mm -hmm. That's a lot. That's mm -hmm. a lot of weight. And his heart goes up to like 260 beats per yeah. minute. Which is insane. That would kill me. I mean, I also wouldn't move the truck a fucking inch, but that's neither here nor there. No. I, it's just, what's the motivation? Was like, was he bullied when he was young? Like, 
I want to know this, Kamar. No, that guy's a monster. Just, just a competitive he, monster. You he's don't get big. that. You don't get that big. Does anyone able have, to do that stuff without being a genetic? Yeah, he's monster. that big, drug free. Do you have the answer to this? Is the truck at a dead stop? Yep. Yes. Are you certain? Yes. Positive. Okay, that's well, how. Thing. How else does that work? It's just rolling. They have it just rolling? No, no. You start well because listen. It's, if you start it, starts, it rolling, it, it makes a lot more it sense. It starts at a dead stop. That's insane. And then you've once never, you get you've never watched that competition. I have, before. but I was certain that they started it on a. Don't s- they do one in their mouth? Where they're pulling like no. a truck or a train. No, that's or like a monk thing that you've seen on. I no cannot way. confirm or deny that. Mm. But yeah, I used to watch. Like, dude, I remember when uh, what was his name? Bill Kazmaier. I remember when Bill Kazmaier was the world's strongest man. I used to watch them religiously back in the day. We actually, uh, the Auto Area had one of the world's strongest men one year, uh, Hugo Girard. Really? Oh yeah, he was that's a police right. officer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably a terrible cop. He was a nice guy. I met him. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, if you ever end up with like a train on you, you'll be happy he's around <laughs> to pull it off. Yeah, no, I was with you. I just um, a train of prisoners fucking you, or a train? No, he meant like a physical train, oh, no, like a <laughs> bus or something. They're fucking. I went pulling. immediately to yeah. prison. I know. You go, you go. I was thinking too. I was like, why is there a cop in my prison? Yeah. <laughs> he's helping them rape me. Um, <clears throat> so Joe coined the term "dick root." Yeah. Do you believe that to be true? Yeah, why not? But I always knew it as... <laughs> yeah, why not? I always knew it as G.I. Joe lines, not Dick Root. Or just the V, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's got many names. I mean, Dick Root is interesting, but Joe acts as if like you have to wear your shorts pretty much at your dick to see it. That's not true. If you wear well, your that's, sh- what, that's his preference for men <laughs> to wear their shorts like that. I just, I haven't had one of those you in do have 25 to, years. You so. do have to wear your shorts lower for sure. They don't okay, have to be Matt, that low. You just lowered your shorts by like two inches. Yeah, okay, but still my dick was nowhere close to being exposed. Okay, look, you see, that's where underwear is supposed to be. Yeah, I understand. For the listeners home, the guys are showing their stomachs. is kind of disturbing. Well, this is why we don't have a YouTube. <laughs> no on. one wants to see this shit. Come on, are you going to show your stomach? No, man. I'm ashamed. <laughs> so, I know there's an eight pack in there. Come on. Ooh, <laughs> that is good looking. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. So, great. So, um, <laughs> Joe, they were talking about, uh, how he doesn't understand baggy pants as a style, but Joe being Joe was like, yeah. And if somebody's attacking you or I you got to kick somebody, like, <laughs> dude, I love it. No I ties, no flip flops, no baggy pants. You can't, you can't dress in baggy clothes, man. Keep when in mind, somebody's though, attacking you, you have no defense. We're all over five foot six. So I think right away we live in a world where we're not naturally. Joe just like, is a fucking monster. <laughs> I still think there's something about height that just. Well, I, then I have an issue with his fanny bag because someone could choke him out with that thing. Correct. Yeah, probably. That could be used against him. His fanny pack. I mean, I think at that point Joe's already got them in a double leg lock. Obviously. So. And he's carrying around knives and shit in his fanny pack. Yeah. So. No, but I do love that how Joe just always goes right to like. It's hilarious. The first thing he said was, "Someone could pants you." That's what he said. Yeah. The humiliation. <laughs> I just, yeah. But his thing was, yeah, somebody could just grab you by the pants and punch you in the face. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? If they're so inclined, yeah. That's, that's, that's true, <laughs> well, Joe. Yeah, I mean, if they're so inclined, they could walk up and grab you by the hair and punch you just in the face. Just stab you in the back. <laughs> or that too. That's Simon, that's why Joe's bald. Or just hit you he with actually, a brick. He has that's a full right. head of hair. Well, there you go. 
There you go. He just secretly, he knew it was a liability. Yeah, that's yeah, good. He's like, I, I got a problem with this. That's what I'm going to tell people when when I finally lost all my hair, and they're going to ask me what happened. I'm going to be like liability. Yeah, just be like, I was tired of being snuck see, up on an attack. You see all obviously. these chumps with hair. Yeah. When the zombies come, they're fucked. Safety first. Just yes. have a knife on you, Simon. Pull them back by the hair and put the knife up to their throat and be like, you fucking see. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And the, and then scalp them and wear their hair, Maddie. That's Whoa, good. Okay. Did you, to go did to you the, hear to on, next um, level. hey, did you hear on uh, Legion of Skanks? They were talking about doing the Jew scalping, which is running out onto the street in New York and pulling a yarmulke off a Jew's head. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is fucking hilarious. So they say it. And then uh, what's his name? Um, Gomez says, okay, I'm going to give anybody... And he says some amount of money or something. He offers something. And right away, Jay's like, yeah, terrible idea. We're not doing this. We don't support this. <laughs> that is an awful idea. But very funny. Very funny. I don't know if you remember that trend like a couple years ago where people were cutting off people's man buns on the street. Like just walking up. Classic. With scissors. That's assault. That is assault. Yeah. I mean, my I think my very favorite videos online is when somebody's holding a drink and somebody just walks by and smashes the drink out of their hand. There is something so funny about that. I'm man. on a fence about that, whether it's assault or funny. That's not assault. Come on. It's if it's a your drink. friend, it's funny. If it's a complete stranger, they could be. No, dude, that makes it way more funny. It's we not got, like a it's not like you're throwing <laughs> a fucking milkshake into a fast food window. You know what I mean? All, the worst that's happening is they're losing their drink. So you turn around and give them three bucks. Serious sidebar. Did you see what happened last night in the city? Some people ran through Tweedsmere and Westboro and smashed like eight cars windshields just for the sake of it. That's not a funny prank. Oh, you know what? It's actually funny you mention that because I was driving. I was driving through Westboro and I saw just a shitload of debris. Looked like a bunch of drunk people had just walked down the street and just like thrown that's everything o- they that's found. That's Ottawa's version of the purge. Mm-hmm. Eight, some eight of that. car windows get smashed. Some party got busted or something or a bunch of disgruntled drunk people went fucked up the city last night. Not really though. If you think about it, when, when we had the big blackout in 2000, was that the year? The massive blackout? I don't know. The what three-day blackout? Was, yeah. yeah. Ottawa had the worst looting per capita. Ottawa was the most violent city. Really? Yeah, worse than New York. It's insane. Mm. That's something you're proud of. That's unexpected. Well, dude, if you remember, like, three future shops, when they were still around, got uh, robbed that night. The LCBO and the Glebe, one of the nicer neighborhoods in the city, got emptied out. I just bounced right away. I was like, family, get in the car. We're going to the cottage. Yeah, it was scary. Back to Oberst. Back to Oberst. And who's got a lighter? Um, Simon, you have to have a light. He pushed Joe a little on the uh, dancing for Sober October, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I I like that he brought up to Joe, like, it is possible to do this without a lopsided judge, like... But I think that Joe's I, just not. Do, I know doing we it. talk Joe about it all the time. For Bert. Tamar, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you uh, text Jamie, email him, tweeted him, tweeted him, tweet him about the Ultimate Warrior. No, uh, American Ninja, Ninja, Warrior. Ninja Warrior. Okay, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> it's worth the shot. Whoa, I'm dying here, boys. Dying. I don't. I don't think they're taking. Uh, Outside votes, but no, probably you can not. try unless it's sheerly brilliant. Probably not. 
But yeah, no, this guy was a fan. I mean, he... Uh, Ooh, I, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, he really, now that I think about it, he knew everything about the podcast. He's like us. He listens to every episode. Every episode. Yeah. He hasn't missed a beat. He would be a good uh, guest for us if one day we decide to have guests. Yeah, Because it would sure. only be fanboys of Joe. He was yeah. a Rogan file. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, Joe did mention, though, and I'm sure he wasn't being serious, but a holding your breath contest would be great. Like a big blue Kamar. Just remember we were talking about... Underwater. Uh, what was his name, by the way? Reno Lorenzo. <laughs> Anyone? Uh, Reno. Jean Reno. That's it. Jean, Jean Reno. Yeah. I'm Jean Reno. That's why I Jean, said Jean, Jean Reno. Reno yeah. <laughs> um, Jean so Reno. Jean Reno in Big Blue, which was actually a crazy Based movie. Based on a true story. I don't know if... Uh, Based on a true story. Had you ever seen that, Matt? No, so sir. it was a movie all about... Free diving. These contests where yeah, you yeah, where they go super swim down. Yeah. On a pipe. And I remember seeing it when I was a kid and... I don't know. There was something fucking really weird about that movie. Because it was shot really good. Was it that it was? Some, and at the beginning, he was like swimming like a dolphin through the pool. Remember? He was a kid. He was looking for it was, coins. It was and, great. Yeah. It was a yeah. great movie. Definitely a. But hold breath contest would be very interesting. Experience, experience, movie recommendation. I yes. personally can't hold my breath for longer than ten seconds. But that's something you can practice. Well, I've been doing it in the car where I hold my breath for as long as possible. What a moron. <laughs> until he passes out. <laughs> not, like, not until I pass out. But what if you want to push I it? figure it's good training. <laughs> this is all good training. And know? so what are you at right now? Um, I don't know. You don't know how long you can hold your breath for it? No. He keeps he passing out. <laughs> <laughs> he comes yeah. out. I keep passing out and waking up at the tree. casino. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they got to decide on something. It's, it's it's coming. I have a feeling they're just going to decide fucking... Hot yoga. September 31st. No, it's possible. And I guarantee whatever they decide on is going to fucking suck. And it's better than just decide the last minute so no one has been side prepping or something, I suppose. Do you know what the biggest problem is, as I see it, is that they don't put their careers on hold for this. And what I'm saying is they should all have to stay in LA for the month and they should all have to like, I don't know, like, Tom's in fucking Europe for the whole thing, pretty much. Or the end of it, at least. But, I mean, what does it matter? Like, that's to his um, detriment if he's not uh, training and enough. And it's like it's whatever. a gentleman's wager, so they all just trust each other. It would be another thing if the loser had to pay a million dollars. Then, yeah, for sure. They should all have to bunker down in L.A. And, and like they've suggested, if they had a huge corporate sponsor, then maybe they could make it worth their while to do it. Well, the dumbest thing is that they don't just fucking do a YouTube series. They all have a huge following. If they all... All it takes is a little bit of money, which they have, to get a camera crew to follow each one of them around for the month and document like how angry they get, how agitated, the process of all of it. People would watch that. Well, we are, are we only in like the third sober October, I think. I guess. So maybe a couple more, it'll become something really big. Well, listen, if Chappelle goes That's on... That's what Bert wants If Chappelle sure. ends up going on, we'll know that we have some power in the universe, so maybe we can... Maybe we can make this happen. Come, some could say we have all the power in the universe if we get Chappelle on. Chappelle's going on. I am at the point where I'm like, I'm so fucking... Matt s- was going to give a number there. No, I wasn't. I'm just, I, I feel very strongly that, how could he not? If, well, if he doesn't go on... He's never going it on. It is a ever dead point. Yeah. He, he He's Kanye'd it if he doesn't if go If he on. doesn't want to go on, it's because he said, nah, Joe, I don't need that. Yeah. Oh, I'll mention it now, too. I think Aziz Ansari will be on in the next two weeks. There's our prediction. Because he, he went out, did his comedy special in a Metallica t-shirt. He couldn't name two Metallica songs. That was so obnoxious. 
Shot well, though. Really shot well. Shout out to Spike Jones. Dude, I totally disagree. I fucking hated the way you it was You like how intimate it was? No, I despised it. Did you watch it, Simon? Nope. Dude, there's a cameraman on the stage a foot and a half from Aziz Ansari. Like, how distracting. As you a- love Spike Jones, too. So I do love Spike yeah. Jones. I just didn't enjoy That's that choice. shitty. Anyway. Um, have you guys, I'm sure you have seen the um, remake of The Longest Yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know With Joey the, Diaz. Joey Diaz was in. Yeah, that? Joey Diaz thought that was going to change his life forever yeah. and did nothing. He Who talks was about all Joey the time. Diaz? In the it? fat Hispanic guy in jail. Ugh, I don't remember. Chris Rock was um, in it. Yeah, uh, but Nelly was in it. Remember the giant? Yep. Was that guy? Did that guy ever fight in the UFC? I think he fought. That was Bigfoot. Wasn't WWE, it? WWE, possibly. No, that was Bigfoot Silva. I'm almost positive. Bigfoot Silva? No, I think so. No, no, no. no I don't no, remember no. who the giant that guy, guy was. That guy can. Bigfoot Silva can't speak English. That guy can hardly speak speak English, but more so than Bigfoot Silva. You don't have to look into that. I thought for some reason that guy fought. And then I think of the WWE possibly. Uh Maybe it doesn't count as fighting. So Joe said he almost had Rowdy, Rowdy Piper on as a guest. That would have been amazing, man. That guy's super interesting. Or was. And wrestlers are always cool. R.I.P. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. He's a little depressing. And and, uh, D.D.P. I, I like that one. Oh, I hated that. That was one. before we started oh, our podcast. Fuck, so that was a terrible episode. Thank God we skipped that bullet. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Was it in this episode that Joe said he wants to try cocaine? Well, it was in one yes. of the episodes. What was it? Was it no, I think it it's in, in, this it's in uh, the Ian Edwards yeah, episode. Pretty, yeah. oh, my bad, my bad. It's funny because I was listening to it and I was like, I'm obviously a little younger than Joe, but I was like, I also have never tried it. And then I was sitting there and I was like, I'm never going to. I have I I know Joe would be hooked in like a week and a half. I don't think he would be. I do it for you, Matt. <laughs> Thanks, Kamar. Yeah, you're not missing anything. Um, no, I think Joe literally has the type of personality like me. I think if I did cocaine once, it'd be game fucking over. I don't. It's it's well, not it's just it's not it's like, like ruffles. That, you can't just eat one. That's what, yeah, listen. Anyways, I think I'm already high strung enough that I don't need. And that, you like, have a heart thing. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, uh, you, you got a lot of signs telling you to just stick away from that one. Shock it as a win, man. Yeah. No, trust me. Especially now with, um, I always just, but when all some, the fucking, spike yeah, with shit. Like, shit, yeah. Would, but when you, someone like Joe it says it, I'm like, why would you go 53 years and then all of a sudden be like, yeah, well, because Joe's tried like every other drug. And, why has he not and tried we've, that? We've one? had this discussion where he will challenge someone, like, well, how you can say that if you never tried mushrooms that's or something? That's right. Yeah. He way. should try it. I agree. I don't, and I don't no, think he's going to get stupid. It's also then like, well, why don't you try heroin, Joe? Why don't you I think you should up? try. I want to try heroin. Uh, yeah, oh. totally. Jesus Christ! If, well, I've if tried it, heroin. If it didn't involve the needle, you can smoke well, sure. heroin, Simon. You I know. Basic. I know. Uh, and then you might as well ox- just tap out. Oxycontin is heroin. <laughs> yeah. So, so the strongest men on history, the strongest men in history on the History Channel. That's this guy's show. Yeah. Actually sounds pretty cool. So they go to different, um, yeah, different places yeah. and recreate the feat of strength that was famous to that place. That sounds like a really cool idea to me. Dude, the guy that apparently lifted the cannon sounded like a goddamn maniac. The baz- he invented the bazooka, right? Eh? Or so does inspire well, the bazooka. Just even them being like, what are all the quotes about him? Like he single-handedly changed battles and like... So just coincidentally... There's some conspiracy theory about that exact same story, but that happened during the Iraqi war. He was this like crazy Iraqi 
they found him in a cave. He had red hair. But same idea came out and fucking decimated a, a platoon or whatever, and the Americans won't talk about it. Just interesting. I believe Sorry. there were some crazy Iraqi guys. For sure. I forget what I was listening sure. to. Someone said that right before uh, they executed uh, Saddam Hussein, uh, some reporter said, uh, asked him if he thought he'd been unjustly convicted, and Saddam Hussein just looked at him and said, Watch how a real man dies. <laughs> Those are pretty tough words, right? Eh? He, he yeah. was a giant. The guy in Iraq was a giant. Yep. Okay, just making uh, sure we all got... Irani- all uh, Iran same, has uh, a giant guy, too. <laughs> what? Is, okay. I don't even know what's going on. Like a on. literal giant. A Goliath. A Goliath, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Simon. Okay. How big is a giant to you? I don't know, 10, 8 feet? 10 feet? Well, was it 10 feet or 8 feet? How big is this guy? Both. No, but Manu- I, don't, I don't He's, know, he's 18 feet. <laughs> I don't think this guy really existed, Matt. But so Manu- <laughs> I don't think it matters Manu- how tall Bull he was. was a giant, but you didn't think like, whoa, look at that guy going. He's no, a but Shaq, Shaq is a giant. Yeah. Well, hold on. I would say Manute Bull was tall. If you look at his legs, they were like twigs. Yeah, Manute I mean, Bull is not helping anybody in combat. break his shin with a BB gun. Yeah, Shaq, 100%. on the other hand, or this guy from the longest yard, those guys are giants. Yes. I think if Francis Ngannou legged kicked Manute Bull, he'd break both his legs. Like I think he could Snap through both. I that think he'd hurt. shatter his pelvis. That would yeah. hurt. Is that possible? Yeah, probably. Anyway, we got off track there, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did. Um, I mean, Oberus talked about everything we talk about. So it was, yeah, and yeah, it I was, was amazing. I was fearing this. This is going to become a new common theme, which is going to make it way more harder for us to discuss shit to discuss because we're just. Well, no, it's already tough, Kamar, because a lot of the same topics just come up. All the fucking all the time. time that happens. Well, yeah, the, yeah. So this again, what I'm talking about is it used to be more like about the person or whatever, and now it's, it's about stuff. I think it's more Do, this. You understand? What I'm it saying? depends I, listen, on the guest. Yeah, I think it, what. Well, yes. What you're trying to get at is that no matter who the person is or what walk of life they're from, Joe tends to just want their opinion on five different things. He's like, so you're a you're a astrophysicist. What do you think about trans in sports? But, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like but, and then it, and then he can pull it up and be like, well, astrophysicists think it's okay, and uh, sports people think it's not so okay. And I had a comedian on here the other day that said uh, he was okay with it, but then I had a surfer on here that was not so cool. I mean, but, I agree with what you're saying, unless it's an interesting guest. When he has Matthew Walker, the sleep guy, on, all they talk about is sleep. When they, ha- you know what I mean? Like, it's, sure. if the guy has something interesting to say, then. That's taken up the time. But if they're going on and they're just shooting the shit, yeah, they're going to fall onto the same fucking 10 topics over and over again. And the Holtzman story is coming down the pipe. <laughs> well, we haven't heard the Holtzman story in a while. Praise a lot. <laughs> Praise. The re- one of the real problems, Praise Kamar, Joe. is that like, let's take Reggie Watts or Ian Edwards, for example. Joe might bring up the same five to- topics with those guys. And normally, if it was like a Bill Burr or a Tom Segura, we would get a really funny take on those talk, you know what I mean? Like you could potentially, but I just feel like it's going to a party and talking to 25 people with the same story, 25 times. Like I, I personally couldn't do it. He does it. I think his wife encourages him to do the podcast. Cause he talks so much, Joe. I was thinking this week, there's a couple of guests where he just went on. Oh yeah. Rants. I got it. We're going to get to it. it. We're going to get to it. But jump in the gun. I just, I wasn't inspired by any of the guests this week and was having these thoughts like, maybe he's too big, but I don't think that'll no, you're, being you're being silly. No, we just found out something really interesting about Kamar. Now, I think we always knew it, but Kamar wants inspiration. That's what Kamar 
needs from this podcast I've more than listen, anything i've been listening to podcasts for 10 years here's one person tell me how to be funny kamar just wants inspiration <laughs> the one That's secret yeah. yeah why not man why you, and i want information well, you want confirmation more than information. <laughs> that's, that's, that's also true. Confirmation that's slash information true. that you yeah. can turn around yeah. and repeat yeah. to someone. That's, Did you know? That's also yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Um, so iguanas are fucking up Florida in a big bad way. I did not know that. They're digging underneath the roads and causing cave-ins. Like the, yeah. These things are fucking menaces. And of course it's happening in Florida. Obviously. No surprise. And they're a foreign introduced species. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Florida's the best, man. An invasive species. Well, Florida, if the scientists are right, should be underwater in a couple of years and won't be a problem. <laughs> yeah, so that's probably true too. And uh, I fucking I forgot to write down where it was. Where it was, I'm just going to assume it was Florida, but they found uh, guys went into the abandoned house and found a tiger, a tiger yeah. locked in a cage. That was and in the, Texas. Texas, and the only thing holding the tiger in a cage was a screwdriver through the um, yeah the the, the loophole yeah. the loophole whatever the fuck it was the screw hole. Uh, didn't they say it was zip ties in a wasn't it zip ties in a screwdriver? Either way, whatever was holding this tiger back wasn't oh, a lot. No, no, Matt. A belt. That was it. A okay, belt sure. and a screwdriver. What are they doing down there, man? Yeah, Texas well, is wild. Well, that's Texas. Yeah. Must be well, Joe even said it. Apparently, like, uh, there are more tigers in captivity in Texas, in Texas yeah. than there are in the wild in wherever the in fuck the world. he said. No, that can't be right. Joe said something very interesting that I think is very true, and that is that I think most of the world, when they think of Americans, they think of Texas and Texans. See, I would have thought they thought of New York and New Yorkers, and they said I, that third. No, I disagree. I really think that, like, I mean, we're Canadian. You think I've of lived cowboys? in the states? Not so much a cowboy, but you just think of like a loud, overly patriotic. You see, and I think of that from New York too, right? Like, I have that same connotation. Hmm. You know, I've been to New York. I don't actually think that's the case, but the stereotype is rude. Um, you know, but also very patriotic because of 9-11. No, that's a different type of patriotism. I'm talking about like Texas, like just pure American. I don't know. Yeah, when he said it, I, I hear what you're saying. When he said it, I agreed. I was like, I feel like a lot of a lot of the world looks at all of America as Texas, which which is not how it is. But whatever. It's neither here nor there. Mm. Um, just a very random point. But a billion people use Instagram a month. Again, Hotep's writing about the wrong um, platform. I no, think. but what like, Hotep <laughs> was saying is the, the algorithm in Instagram is Yeah, is I know. Tough. It makes it the very... Timing. Uh, yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Instagram's definitely popular, but I think... I was uh, just fucking with I you, think the on. biggest one now, oh, I feel fucked with, um, is uh, TikTok. It took over. Took over from Instagram? All of them, yeah. Really? It's so popular. Hmm. What do you do with TikTok. It's like short music videos. It's like Vine with a lot more capabilities. So there's porn on it? That's no, why, there's that's no, why there's no porn. It? There's no porn. That was like your heyday, eh? When Vine when was Vine live was, porn? Was, oh, yeah, my God. Thus, when I had those, wasn't getting much done. Oh, I was very tired, often. <laughs> Strong forearm, very yeah, tired. Way to bring that back around. Come very on. little energy I around that time. That. I appreciate that. And then one day I woke up and it was gone. I felt a will to live again. It's so funny. One of my notes in here is we t- on this pod or on this show they talk about the same stuff ad nauseum, and now I have to hear it from a strong man. 
Like, I don't need his view on... Um, and granted, I liked him. I thought he was a great guy, but oh, no, just like nice you guy. don't need my view on... Well, no, but hold on. This, you get it. I disagree with you. I liked it because he seemed like the any man. Mm. Well, he as, opposed to, as opposed to being a PhD or I like... Guess. Yeah, no, He was enough. like, I'm just, I'm just your average... Oh, no, he said, I'm a meathead. I take it yeah. back. I take it back, Matt. So he was humble. Well, I wasn't asking you to take it back. I just, I, I was just giving you my opinion, Simon. I felt like it was nice to have... And I don't want to call him the layman, but that's what I would call myself. Just, you know, the layman's opinion on stuff. Because, like, he can get Weinstein's opinion on something. It could, and he could take a 35-minute, like, explanation to get to nowhere. Oh, yeah, you never got lost in this podcast. No, you knew exactly what the fuck was going on and what was being spoken of. This guy said he was so poor that he only had electricity on weekends yeah, that was when his dad would bring insane. home a generator. Good that old white privilege. Insane. Jesus Christ. That was crazy. That, yeah, that is crazy, man. So the next time you want to complain about something, like just <laughs> suck it up, princess, because... No, it's nuts that like the like one of the richest countries in the world has people living in like... Squalor. I mean, yes and no. You call it squalor, but like you go to third world countries and that's like true squalor. You know what I mean? Like there's always the guy who has it worse. Mm -hmm. And I think they need to realize that. But that's still, I mean, that's fucking terrible. That's just a crazy story. It's insane. They've got to step up because there was an article about in the last 10 years, uh, India's taking 260 million from poverty out of it. Yeah. So there are ways to do it. And something like 40% of the food in North America is wasted. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, they just rape all their way. And so. there's m- like more um, empty apartments than there are homeless people. Yeah. That's true, too. Just fearing off that topic. Uh, Simon doesn't want to talk about the poor. Let's move on. <laughs> Joe said he's going to get Rob Zombie on. That is Terrible. super cool. You're crazy. Oh, no, I, I just that would be that. a great interview. Like, he's a he's an artist. Like he yeah, makes movies he, and fuck music. Rob Zombie. Yeah. No, but yeah. Uh, it would be. I don't like him. He's not one of my faves. Don't, don't but it would be a, it would be a fucking great podcast. Do you want to go see him? No. The Marilyn Manson a, double no, bill. Absolutely I read, not. I read an article that has forever sullied me on Rob Zombie. Apparently, Rob Zombie lived down the street from a skate park or next door to a skate park. And he was constantly calling the cops, having it having it shut down. And I was like, "What kind of fucking like, dude? You're an artist. You make fucking heavy metal. Are you fucked? Get that's, out of here!" That's how you make an enemy. Yeah, I think he's an interesting fellow, regardless of that story. Fuck him. On the poster, though, I want to go over who your top. I want to go over everyone's who you want on. Who your top five? Perfect. I'm in. Yeah. Don't forget, because we always forget. Yeah, we will. Oh, I will forget. 100%. So, during this episode, Joe did say that uh, George Knapp is trying to get in touch with him. Where's the F come from? Because I think it's It's K-N-A-P-P-F-F. No, it's P-P. It's Knapp. So, I want to call him Knapp. It's (laughs) It's Knapp. Okay. Anyways, um, he wants to debrief, in air quotes, Joe. Just to get more signatures on the petition to invade Area 51. Like, have they not sold this shit documentary enough? All I'm going to say is don't just discount all this Lazar stuff. Believe it. Don't believe it. Make up your own mind. But don't not believe it because it's cool now to, you know what I mean? Like, you're a fucking idiot if you believe that. That's silly, man. Taking a stance like that is silly. Silly often. Um, <laughs> uh, if anyone listening here, if you have signed the petition to storm Area One, to, uh, write in. Let us know if you're doing it as a lark or you really want to storm the 
the gates. I want to storm area one. Is this a different petition that I don't know anything else about? Well, you get in that petition, you can get in a faction that actually goes to the other place where the rest of the people are getting slaughtered. I don't even know what's going on anymore. It's the Trojan's horse. They can't stop all of us. I, I think it's hilarious. He left out the, the 50 mm. from the area. Area S4 or whatever it's called. What do you have for Oberst there, Simon? We've got to move on to... Uh, we got a lot to cover. Or do we? Um, I have nothing for Reggie Watts. Well, or this Edwards. is definitely the bulk of this week. So uh, I, I thought Andy No was the bulk. Franco Calabo. He was a Columbo. Another... Sorry, Calabo. We're going to rename it, his Is name. it Columbo? It is Columbo, but it doesn't matter. You might have to look that up. I'll look that up. Right Franco Calabo he, he, sounds he wrong. Works, he works with a lot of artists. In just every way, but He's whatever. He's doing remixes. He was a strong man, and he could um, break a, a hot water bottle by blowing it up. That is incredible. I've Think seen about that. the lung yeah, yeah. capacity oh, needed. I know. It's insane. I uh, had a friend when we were growing up, and his dad was like a catcher in college baseball. Did I already tell you this? No, I'm listening. And um, he couldn't hold a wine glass. He would. His, did I tell you this? We just had this discussion. Yeah, we just at, had this discussion. Uh, That's right. Birthday party. Anyways, yeah. So he would, um, <laughs> like, his fingers were just too strong that he would break the stems of wine glasses. I don't believe stories like that. Why would you? It's I had a friend who worked with a guy that could tear a phone book with I his I was going to say, uh, the phone book thing But you believe me. that, but you don't believe the well, breaking I've of seen, stems. Okay, listen, Simon. You're you're telling me that someone's hands are just so strong that every time From they be, touch the stem <laughs> of a wine glass... No, like it, they just don't have the control in their hand to hold something lightly like that. So no, that just, person is an asshole, like, Simon. clamp down on it. That's my friend's dad you're talking about, man. Well, yeah, and every, your friend's every dad, time they get a drink of the movie, you just... Psha, that's God. what I'm Saying, yeah, like get out of here. What do they just choke their cock what every time they, every jerk, time off? they jerk off? Yeah. Oh my god, they, yeah. they bob it themselves. I just, this is it sounds no, crazy. Matt. It was just with wine glasses, it was just when he used the two <laughs> so fingers. So fucking stupid. So, even though strength is admired, it can be a curse, I guess. <laughs> yeah, clearly. If you're a wine connoisseur, uh, did you guys see that Trump animation that uh, Joe yeah. was talking about? Well, he posted about? it. Oh, did he? Yeah, he it's posted it on his it's Instagram. It's fucking cool, man. It's very cool. Just I mean, from an uh, artist's point of view. From an artist's point of view, I'm not sure what it's trying to say, but... It's trying to say that Trump is going to destroy the world. So what does the Hillary belly have to do with any of it? They're he, all the same? He ate her. Oh. That's how he became president. Oh, it's just that literal, huh? No oh. nuance there mm-hmm. whatsoever. Did you guys know... I hadn't really thought about it before. Do you guys know the song Johnny Royale? No. By the Beastie Boys? I think I do, yeah. Johnny Royale. That's about Trump. What a piece of shit he is. Not really, but it is. No, 100%. Why? He was around back then. Yeah. It is about he, Trump? When he was a slumlord. So people knew he was a piece of shit back then, so I don't know why it's a fucking surprise anyone. Well, Kamar, did you, neither of you watched the thing on the Central Park Five on Netflix? I did. Yeah, Trump is like all throughout that. No, he just put an article on it. And he didn't say anything racist in it. Well, he was a prick back in the day. He was a prick out today. of his way. Yeah, that's to, what I'm uh, saying. Stick his nose into things that he had nothing to do but with. But he at was all. just saying the city is getting out of control. Yeah, because he feels like he was somehow the king of New York. If something happened in Central Park, it was his fucking uh, duty I heard to the, the, pipe up. The best suggestion today for justice if you're a witness and you lie. And someone goes to jail and they find out you lie, you get that sentence that that person got. If you're a prosecutor and you do something shady to put someone away, like the Central Park Five, you go to jail. 
Wouldn't that be make people think of what they're doing? I what, think there's something there. Number, number of cases. exactly how it would work, but... Uh, I mean, the one, the Central Park Five one, that woman was just an overzealous prosecutor. It's tough to... As much as I think she's a piece of shit... And it's never just one person. It's one person and then a bunch of other people all falling in line to make it happen. Yeah. You know? well, even so do they all go to jail? No, I'm just I'm, I'm playing. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure. It's just here. the people that are in charge of the wrongdoing. There's a serious consequence. Like because all this stuff happens, the people put them away. Nothing happens. Well, like, it's the same idea as if you like uh, badmouth somebody online and it costs them their job, or you should be on the line for whatever you cost. Or them. all that money your post makes. If it turns them. out that you slander them, well, I guess it is if you take them to court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that just, just seems like just, a lot of work. Maybe we have to just uh, back to UFOs for one system. second. Joe said he was leaning 65% that Bob Lazar was telling the truth. Just, that's it. I don't want to talk about it, but, but that he did throw that number out there. <laughs> what a mic drop line. <laughs> yeah. And um, what's his name? Uh, Oberst. Just came out and said, I wish Bigfoot was real. <laughs> I was and like, Simon, this is my and Simon type came. of guy, man. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, strong man. But they said they would have found a skeleton by now, so he doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's what they said. I yeah. mean, I hope he exists too for you. I watched this very weird documentary this weekend. Um, I it was the Canadian guy who was suing the um, Canadian government to try and make Bigfoot an endangered animal. So in case it was ever proved. Um, oh my God! Get the fuck. Did you ever? Out of you here. never heard about this no. guy though. He was in BC. Was his he, name Phil Demers? No. His name is uh, I don't know, Stanton or something. Um, but the movie is fucking horrible. But his big thing is that he has caught Bigfoot on camera. And I don't mean like from a distance. I mean like he has close up shots of these things that he says he can find when he goes out into the woods. He lost the case in court. Just throwing that out there. Yes, of course he did. Do you get frustrated when you find out people don't have the same passion for Bigfoot as you do? Uh, you have no idea, Kamar. You have no idea. I can just see Simon at a cocktail party breaking the stem of a wine glass, just like, how? How? And you, and yeah. you, see, and you see, I'd be more excited if you were like a real Loch Ness <laughs> Look guy. at the look he's giving me. <laughs> don't turn on me. Well, I don't, um, yeah, whatever. Well, whatever. Um, I have my passion for the supernatural. You have no idea. Wow. I'm just a simple man. That's Life it. is too short to be embarrassed, man. I oh no, I don't to, think I don't um, think you should be embarrassed. Are you telling that to Kamar? No, I'm telling that to the 17 oh, listeners okay. we have. I don't. I don't Life think. is too short to be embarrassed. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think you should be embarrassed until you get caught up in the barbed wire trying to break into 51 and your pants come off. That'd agreed, be embarrassing. Agreed. And I don't like going. Crowds, I did this for Bob Lazar. This is my low point. Well, Simon, you don't like flying, so you'd have to you'd have to start driving like September first. Yeah, no, I'm not going there. You think it'd take twenty days to drive to Nevada? But there are two, a lot we want to see on the way. There are two things I would very much like to do, and I think I could do them at once, which is drive across the United States, visit all those ancient uh, civilization sites, and at the same time visit some real um, Bigfoot hotbeds. Okay, well, guess what, the asshole? Oregon. We were we the, were supposed uh, to go in June. Well, next year, so man. So you better plan, start planning now yeah. and saving now. We're Pick a date. April. I think you should turn that into a tour. Oh, that'll be great. 
What are we touring? I don't understand. No, just people, people would come and he'd set them up with the whole itinerary. You go here, here. You could be the tour guide if you really want to be the guy. Okay, well, maybe I should talk about it then. Um, so I, I started a club. My bad. It's called the Bigfoot Sighting Society. And it's a um, club for the peculiar. The BFSS? Is that what the acronym is? Yeah. For Bigfoot our listeners, Sighting where did he start Society? his club? Is it a group on Facebook? Well, it's on Instagram right okay, now, okay. at Bigfoot Sighting Society. Um, but I also want to make it so that every the every Tuesday, or maybe the first Tuesday of every month, I haven't really... That actually sounds better, the first Tuesday of every month. We'll meet at Ward. And just anybody who wants to come. You oh, know only I mean? in Ottawa. What, it's about, an what about open, the rest of the world? Well, that you'll have you know to do hilarious? that through a podcast. You know what's really funny? You do that without uh, the internet. This is going to turn into the Proud Boys. Simon's not even going to know it. It's literally, <laughs> this is going to turn into the Proud Boys. Yeah, no, we're just literally, it started off, I don't know what happened. We were just meeting to talk about Bigfoot at a bar, having some drinks. It's not only Bigfoot, shit. though. It's yeah. anything of course. weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't, it's, that's just the name. Yeah. But, so yeah, please follow me on Instagram, you know. Um, but... This all came about because I listened to this episode of Skeptic Tank with um, Chuck Palahniuk on it, the Fight Club, Fight Club guy, and he was talking all about the Cacophony Amazing Society. episode. I have never, I don't think I've ever been more um, inspired. inspired or juiced by a podcast before. Don't you want to put something on top of your car? Kamar, I finished that. So just... For Matt, the Cacophony Club is, it was what I was telling you a couple of months ago. You thought it was a suicide club. Well, it was, it used to be called the Suicide Survivors Club. But what it is, is it's these guys and they would get together and they would orchestrate these like um, pranks. Uh, That's exactly what it is, Simon. Yeah. So like uh, one of them, which was really funny, the one Kamar loves is during the uh Boston Marathon or some swim. marathon. No, no, it wasn't. It was a, it was a running okay, marathon. I they dressed up in these giant salmon costumes and ran against the marathon. So they were swimming against the... Yeah, yeah. But it's they, too funny. they did just... things that were more... Um, uh, more elaborate and more gross than that. It, the Project Mayhem from the Fight Club, yeah. that came from the Cacophony gotcha. Club. Anyways, so that prompted me to start this uh, Bigfoot Sighting Society. And we're also going to do very small scale pranks. I already have the first one. Here's um, to three years from now when you get deplatformed. Yes, yeah, so being just, all right. That's exactly what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> Simon's like, how did I start a Nazi club? And, and, I don't yeah. understand this. And Definitely we'll, not. And, and, and we'll go club. to him and go, well, Simon, it's their farm. <laughs> oh, Simon. Anyways. Okay, move so. on. We got to move on from uh, Oberst. We're at an hour. Okay. Um, How much more do you have? I have three, four three, pages. Three pages. Not very much at all. We can do it really fast. Um, do, do, do. Oh, yeah. Just And again, back to just Weinstein for one second. If he did go back in time, do all of that, that would also make sense for the whole Lost Tribe of Zion. You know, you always hear about the Lost Tribe of Zion, the 12th tribe. Cause he's a Jew. It just all makes sense, man. What does make sense is how like we're. What about the guests? You're like, uh, I just got a couple more things about <laughs> Eric <Yeah>. Weinstein. <laughs> um, did you hear that they found that um, they found a castle from like three thousand years ago underwater? The yeah, ocean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was very. That's very cool, man. Atlantis almost. And then just uh, on the ancient civilizations topic, they spoke about it. Oberst was. 
when they t- when you talk about Egypt, we never like even me, I never associate Egypt with Africa. It seems like it's the Middle East. Right. But it's Africa. It's on the continent, but it's in the so I'm just saying it's tied up. Yeah, they're Africans. It's Africa. And then did you hear I just yes, heard Egypt this, is in Africa. I just yes. heard this morning that um they did these tests on like Denisovan um uh, man or whatever, and it found that there was relation to like or no, it wasn't Denisovan man, it was um it was some ancient person that they found, and it turns um, a European, and it turns out that they have like African in them and Asian, and so it just goes to show you that the idea of there being pure Aryan blood is yeah, racism the is, biggest is, is, fallacy is, is of all stupid. time. I think it'll be gone in twenty years. Aryans, yeah, our run is over. Mm-hmm. I think that's it, man. I think we're good. That was three pages. Wow. Well, no, no. I mean, well, he I, Simon writes about Eric Simon writes big. <laughs> I took it. No, no. Uh, the last three pages were mostly about ancient civilizations. And it was but, all good uh, for yeah, the post we're, okay. we're good. Okay. Let's so, rate the episode. Uh, yeah. We'll start with you, Kumar. Yeah, I give it a, a three, two and a half. Like, he's a nice guy. I like him and stuff, but it just, it's, it's just, it, I was having anxiety the whole time because I just felt like this is what guests are going to be like now, just asking Joe questions. All right, Simon. I think that uh, it gets a three and a half. I give it a three. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it was just because this week was weak. This was a weak week, but he seemed real strong to me. Yeah. Again, I think it seems strong because going in, you were expecting something else. That's why I'm only giving it a three. And he's one I, the strongest man in the world. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> no, I genuinely just, I, I don't know. It was a three. We'll move on. Who was next? Reggie Watts. You want to guess the number? 1322. That's right, Matthew. I mean, it was it was 40 minutes ago. I know, but imagine yeah. you had gotten it wrong. It's happened. It's happened. When the weeds got you. Well, the weeds often got me. Uh, Reggie Watts. So, so Reggie hold Watts. Hold on. Let's get first all of your all, shit out. First of all, had he been on before? Yes or no, Simon? We're well, having this argument. I, I thought that I had seen that he had been on before. I can double check that for you if you like. Okay, or then I'll just go to the way and you. say this. If he has been on before, it makes a little more sense. Because I had thought he had not been on before, and it, I was like, this is terrible. If he has not been on before, which I don't believe is the case... Um, then this was one of the worst podcasts. Well, they he did, has been on before. Yeah, yeah, okay. they had 10, to, 15. Yeah, they had to tell his backstory, because otherwise the, it was just crazy, right? They jump into... They actually start in the middle of a conversation. He just turns on the... Uh... Mm-hmm. I mean, I really didn't like this podcast. There. I well, just Let's go I, through some of the notes and we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, I'll go... Here's a note I had. Uh, he's a comedian, doesn't really know much about comedy as far as like other practicing comedians. I thought yeah, that was that weird. that was weird. He's a musician, uh, said he knows nothing about rap. That was odd. And, and neither, not, neither is Joe, so it's a really good conversation then. Well, <laughs> Joe knew more about guys in rap than he did. Joe really likes Nas, which is... Uh, Admirable. Well, it's one of those things where I'm like, did he just get lucky there? Like, Did he just happen to choose no, one of the best Nobody quotes ever? a lot no, of there Nas There was less lyrics, rappers when like, he was young. Yeah, Nas yeah. was the biggest one. I want to say that they, neither of them could come up with who it was, and it was a far side. Who what? They're talking about the video Drop. Drop? 
yeah. the whole video's backwards. Yeah, yeah. The band was a far yeah, side. A far cool side, video, yeah. but neither of them knew. Jamin didn't even want to pull it up. I thought that was frustrating. <laughs> Those moments where you're screaming, it's the far side. Oh, dude, that it's happens to me all side. the time. Yeah. It was like with Sherm last week. I was mm-hmm. like, it's PCP. <laughs> it happens all God the time. Damn it. Um, Isn't Sherm weed? No. Sherm is PCP. Mm. They talked about one thing about, because uh, Reggie was talking about an HBO show that he really liked or something about kids and drugs. <laughs> and, th- and he was, he really. Uh, yeah, it's that new HBO show. Talked it up. But uh, it's shot really weird. That they, one. They were talking about the, the importance or the Euphoria, value, the value of going into mm-hmm. something without expectation. And I was wanting to ask you guys, what do you think the best movie you ever saw that you didn't know anything about, and then we're just like, what the hell? Like, For sure, it's Pulp Fiction. I had zero, zero. I had never heard of Quentin Tarantino. I went and saw a double bill at the, the Mayfair. Mayfair Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, two best movies I've ever like. It was amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd already seen True Romance and Reservoir Dogs. I had seen and True I had, Romance. And I had heard about Pulp Fiction, so that can't go on my list. I think for me, um, The Matrix, mm. I knew absolutely nothing going in. Really? I had already seen all the ads where he did the, uh, you know, come over kung fu thing. I had so seen, that gave you some expectation. Yeah. I had seen nothing. and But it lived up to all of them. An artist friend of ours was like, we're going to see this movie. I got us mushrooms. We're going. And it was it fucked me up so hard in the was, best way ever. Experience. The other one is Independence Day, because I don't know if you remember this, and I'm not saying the movie was good. Just hear me out. When Independence Day came out in like '94, I think it was. The ads had just the White House being like obliterated and like other shots like that. It didn't tell you any of the actors, and there was no internet then, so you couldn't like Google it to be like. Oh, it's Will Smith, and it's like all you knew. Did it show a UFO blowing it up? Or yeah, just, it showed yeah. it showed the thing hovering over the White House, yeah, and I remember the and the that's, beams. That's pretty cool. So I knew nothing about that. So I remember being, and I, I mean, keep in mind too, I was eleven years old. So obviously, it resonated differently than if I saw something now. But those those are my answers. I would say The Matrix and Independence. That movie is terrible. It's awful when you watch it again. But last night I watched Mars Attacks. That's so funny. I watched so good. I watched that's so funny. So good. I watched it the other night too. Do you have Prime? Is that why? No, I oh. I for some reason I had a DVD copy of Mars Attacks fresh Weird. in the package 4.99. For some reason. I must have seen it at like a Cuz I bought it. <laughs> a bargain bin thing. You know, yeah. I'm getting a real yeah, it's okay. Just get defensive. No the fans like it. No um, problem. For me it was uh, True Romance and uh Train Spotting. Someone gave me a pass, and I just went to it at the buy town. I was like, "What the hell?" And it blew my mind. I think I had already read Train Spotting before mm-hmm. I saw it. That, Do you know what True? That Roman- always ruin a movie. I want to say this, but it was a great movie. True Romance, very much like Mars Attacks. If you know nothing about it, and you're sitting during the opening credits, reading the names, you're like, what? "Oh, it's insane!" What? Mars what? Attacks has so many Mars people. Attacks is so chock full every of star. Fu- well, it's everything in- is like a cameo right it's, yeah but I'm just saying like so Mary and, and I and everyone gets killed off yeah yeah Mary had never seen Marshes don't fuck around Mary had never seen it and I hadn't seen it in like fucking 10 years 15 years and when the opening credits are playing Mary's like holy shit and I started saying it too I was like oh my god everyone's in this fucking movie but dude True Romance is the exact same thing. When the opening credits are going, you're like, 
what the fuck? Who is not in this well, movie? Well, and what's but amazing too is you like don't even know at the time, who at the Gary time. Oldman no, is. No, you don't. Even like you could watch that today and not know that was Gary Oldman. Of course. Well, of, I'd seen him in Drexel. Uh, Drexel. Is it Saving Grace. Was that with Sean Penn and him about Irish? That was a really good movie. Okay. James Gandolfini. He was unknown. Grace, he was unknown. unknown. Brad Pitt was unknown. Val Kilmer, you don't even know it's him. Well, he's just Elvis. Well, in that's the mirror, it. But yeah, right? you can't. Even, well, no, but they don't even show like. That's another one of those like, why are you paying that guy money to do that when? Nobody. I mean, at that time, they probably was, gave him very little. Well, money. he had done. He had done something at that point. You know, my the, biggest the problem with Quentin Tarantino is is that he fucking puts himself in everything. So then you don't like Stan Lee. Either. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's totally different. Well, first of all, he does. Sta- hold on. Stan Lee plays the overseer. I don't know if you know that. That's the like the overseer. big. The overseer was a Marvel superhero, and that's the big conspiracy is that Stan Lee plays that's the overseer. Actually, who he's playing, not himself. Yeah. Okay. But even then, Stan Lee always plays incredibly small parts where he says like one line. Mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino gives himself elaborate role. Okay, let me give you an example. In Django. He gave himself an Australian accent. You're not a fucking actor. That's not an easy accent to pull. He off. was very good in um, Reservoir Dogs, though. His little monologue is great when he's Mr. Brown there. Yeah, but you know what? I can name I don't know a hundred actors that could have done that monologue yes, far yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Matt, true. Someone that's doesn't true. like the Tarantino. So you, no, I love his movies. You also hate M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Oh my god! Because he puts saying. himself in, and not only that, but uh, in science, I listened to this. They did a breakdown of science, you know, uh, the alien movie there. So in that one, he is the guy who kills Mel Gibson's wife in the car. Yeah. So they're like, not only is he giving himself a cameo in that movie, but he's pretty much giving himself a cameo as God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, imagine director doing that. The only Quentin Tarantino part that I somewhat don't mind is Jimmy. I think that's the only cameo where I'm like, I'm on the fence of it. Pulp Fiction. He plays Jimmy. Oh, they go to, they go to dispose of. Yeah. Yeah, He was good there. He was okay there, but I think he plays more himself (laughs) there than. (coughs) End bombs included. But those end bombs are hilarious in the context. Anyway, Back to the episode. It's a period piece. <laughs> Pulp Fiction's incredible. So yeah, it almost started to get interesting when you talked about the audio stuff, but it wasn't. But it made me think, because um, he mentioned Bang Olufsen and expensive stereos. When I was like 15, me and Buddy went to rob a stereo store. And uh, what we were doing is we waited for Statue the- Statue of limitations, Simon. We're we waited for the bus to go by, and then we smashed the window with a pipe. But what you don't realize is when you smash the window of these stores, like we had cased it and all the shit, a huge alarm goes off. Of course. So you're no longer feeling like relaxed and stuff. Nope. And my buddy went to grab this Bang Olufsen, like a $3,000 CD player. You know, the one with the glass? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what we didn't know when we had gone to the store to check this stuff out, wire it's all locked of in. Of course. And he took the thing and smashed it on the floor in frustration. And I grabbed a Nakamichi tuner and tore the cord. And we just booked it, and I ran um, out the door through a backyard and hid in a dumpster under garbage for six hours while the cops would drive around. And then, like six in the morning, got out. How much did you sell your cordless fucking? Uh, Fifty bucks. There you go. 
career, crime doesn't career pay. criminals, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But I know even just talking about all that stuff, it's like, yeah, I remember stereo equipment. Because stereo equipment really isn't a thing now, you know what I mean? Of course you, not. You get speakers and an iPhone and you're on your way. Dude, I had a buddy that used to steal car stereos religiously. Like, how was that a fucking thing? When I was, when I was really young, I used to steal the, uh, like, Mercedes. Oh, yeah, like the emblems? Thinking yeah. that was worth something. I'm going to go to the de- yeah. <laughs> Mercedes dealership. And think and about how fucking lame that is <laughs> to come out and somebody stolen the emblem off your car. Like, yeah, I wasn't a good Christ. person. Yeah. Especially, uh, I remember a buddy of mine stole a Honda emblem, and I was like, "Like, get the fuck out of here!" But at least Hondas are a dime a dozen. You sure, know? it's just because rappers had them around their neck at the yeah, time. Yeah. Oh, is that why you wanted to wear it around your neck? Yeah, I was stupid. Wow. Was you know, but in recounting those stories, you realize how stupid young people are. Oh, I was having this conversation with someone the other day. It's like you, Simon. When you one day, can I tell the story? I don't know what you're gonna tell. Oh, I'll tell it anyway. It's not that bad. Simon and I are sitting here playing video games one day. And he gets a phone call and he's like, motherfucker. And he just gets up and he's like, I have to go. I have to go. And I was like, you're just going to leave mid game. He's like, yeah, I'm leaving. And he comes back like 40 minutes later. And I was like, what, what, what was up with that? And he's like, my idiot son was smoking pot in the house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's not too smart. And I was like, what did he say? And he's like, he made up some bullshit excuse. And I just, I immediately had like a wash of being young and making up like just the worst excuses possible. And again, it wasn't a case where I was like, because I know you're going to try it. It's like, at least have the respect for me to go the fuck outside. (laughs) It was nice out. It wasn't like winter. At least the garage. It was just a stupid bonehead play. No, but that's what I'm saying is like, as a kid, you A, don't think things through. And then when you get caught, you're so bad at lying. Like, and you think in your head, you're like, oh, that was good. But then you're dealing with an adult who's been lying their whole life. And they're like, hey, listen, buddy, I've heard that. You know, what was weird was how shocked um, Joe was that he had the glass breaker on his keychain because, you know, he had a yeah, switch. Yeah, yeah. This is Joe. He's worried about baggy pants like carry a glass breaker on your keychain. Unless that glass breaker could be used against you. I have one of those <laughs> glass breakers on uh, uh what are those called? You know, they fold up uh, workmen. Yeah, yeah. It's like a knife wrench thing. Called Leatherman. Leatherman. Yeah. Is it's that? Got, it's got a glass. Is that for to save a baby locked in a hot car? Or yeah. Something? Or, or I'm a, surprised. A dog. Well, Joe drives a Tesla. He definitely should have one. Of yeah. Those. And so does Reggie. After uh, yeah, what's Ben, his name ben Baller. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Surprising. <clears throat> I'm surprised Reggie Watts can afford a fucking Tesla. He was. Oh like, no, no. He's been. Well, why? Headlining why? for years. Headlining comedy? Yeah. yeah okay. Still headlining comedy. I didn't know that you could uh, easily afford a Tesla. Well, for when he put his album out, I bought it. Okay, fair so, enough. I'm, I'm sure just... he made lots of money from his album sales. and Fair enough. What's his, like his comedy album? But yeah, it's music. It's music he, comedy. He doesn't do stand-up. Like he has a keyboard and he like, it's yeah. tough to explain. It, 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 he's telling it, jokes? He, he does jokes. Sometimes he does explain, just um, surreal shit. It's very hard to explain, but his act is so interesting. You think it translates, but he's, I think he's just into sounds. Like, mm-hmm. like he's an audiophile, like I said at the beginning, but not some of the audio stuff was popular music. Some of the audio stuff was interesting. Some of the stuff they were talking no, about. No, no, it was. Uh, uh, why records sound better. Do you want to see the speaker system that made everyone cry within 20 minutes? Oh, I want to listen to that so bad. Yeah. But I will say, now that I'm older, like a, like I was telling Simon, I was like, one of my teachers in New York played this fucking 
Dream Girls Broadway fucking performance one day, and he started bawling his eyes out mid class. And I looked around everyone. I was like, "What the fuck is it going moved. on?" Like <laughs> this guy him. is like, yeah, he was like. And then I looked at another kid in the class, and he was also crying. And I was like, "Man, I must be missing something here." Um, but now that I'm in my older age, like I saw these two young Krauts performing the other day on fucking some stupid reality show, and I wasn't weepy, but I was. You weld. Yeah, I was moved. Little, Legitimately, yeah. A little, little swallow. Little, yeah, a little frog in the throat. So I get it. I cry all the time, man. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking oh. about crying from like hearing a musical performance. Oh, yeah. No. That's that, what I'm talking that about. That never happens to me. No, it's never happened to me either. But I'm saying this is the first like I've, I've actually had visceral responses to musical performances recently. Whereas when I was young, it just didn't register for me at all. Ever. But I would love to. I Yeah, Kamar, I would love to hear that fucking... That sound system, for sure. Like, it feels like you're in the instrument or something, you're saying, you know? But I just still don't understand. Like, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you, at the barn, they have a huge setup. Like, it's loud. Yeah. And I was sitting in a chair between the two speakers, and it was... And I was chipping balls, but it just felt like I was in a Beastie Boys concert or something, because they played uh, Check Your Head and Paul's Boutique, and we just bawled out. I mean, I will say this. When I had to clean Babylon, which was like... Hands down, one of the worst jobs any Babylon human being is could a have. Bar in Ottawa. It's a it's a tear. It's a nightclub. The bathrooms there are like free uh, plug. The bathrooms there are like the bathrooms in train spotting. Um, <laughs> Not a free plug anymore. No, I had to clean that place for years. But the only good part was that I was alone there for like five Play whatever or you six want on hours. The club system. That was it on the club system. Just fucking alone, smoking weed, like like sweeping and mopping the floors, but like. Yeah, on a club system alone, and it was that was like the only reason I kept that job. That's why I like that blues festival. The lesser attended shows is you get close and be engulfed in the music. Yeah, on all the big shows, you'd have to work so hard. Oh, I went moshing again. Oh, we saw you. Come oh, on, yeah, I showed you. I proved it. I'm telling <laughs> he you, Instagrammed it. Uh, My wife's like, "Did you see Kamara in the mosh pit?" I'm telling you though, uh, that's the best workout. Because it's like 110 yeah, degrees. The shit out of, you need to get yourself a you're selfie. For life. Oh, no. I almost got the shit beat out of me. There was, in the middle, there was these huge jocks with whistles that were just throwing kids around. And this guy started whistles. pushing me. And I pushed him back. And they started pushing me again. And I go, what is your intention? To enjoy a concert <laughs> or fight me? And he totally like... He totally stepped he back. He listened to the podcast. Oh, my. I, I don't think that, though. But And then a bunch of other kids were like, hey, what happened? There? I was like, I don't know. Some guy wants to fight me. And they were on my side. It was crazy, man. They were on the 50-year-old side. Well, no. At least half the people in there were like 15 years old. Like Even girls are punching me in the head and stuff. It's crazy. 15 years old? Is that what you said? Kids, yeah. It was, it was murder beats. You got to love it that Kamar's in a mosh pit with 15-year-olds. Just Holding his phone up so he can prove to us that he did it. Fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Dude, um, you're so funny. Dude, but I was soaked. Like, the workout was crazy. Yeah, well, it was it was insane Now, last Now you know Ottawa why tattoo. Kamar insists on going to Blues Fest by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, I can't because I, he just goes and becomes part of whatever show is going on. Uh, obviously, the fans don't know, but my name is Kamar Babar, aka K Solo. Yeah, and K-Solo. that's how I roll. Yeah. Oh, by the way, before I forget, I went to Nordique last night because we figured with Backstreet Boys, Nordique would actually not be busy. Be a good night to go. I sat in a sauna that was a hundred and ninety six. Nice. Fuck me running. Yeah, it, it's hot. Dude. It hurts your lips. 
I couldn't breathe out of my nose because like the air coming out of my nose was burning my face too. I had to actively be like breathing out away from me. And I was on the bottom level and dude, I maybe did like 10 minutes and I had to step out for the cold bucket and then I went back for five. But well, the, be- the fact that Joe does that for a half hour. I don't know if he does it for a half hour. Did you just get I don't think you can. I don't think you can no. do it for a half hour. He does it for a half hour. That's does what he it? says. I'm, I'm almost positive. The beauty of that is that you just, you're like sweating instantaneously. So you only need like 12 minutes in there because after two minutes, you're in a full sweat. Then you go for some cold and come back in. But was it busy? No, it was, I mean, it's so big now that, um, I mean, it was like, you know, what's incredible. We go to sit down for dinner cause we're hungry and we're there and the patio's full, like the outside patio, but there's 25 tables inside that are empty and there's like a lineup of people and we hear the guy like say something in French to the people ahead of us. Then he comes to us. He's like, um, there's no waiters. I go, excuse me. He's like, there's no uh, waiters. So you're going to have to wait. And I was like. There's 25 empty tables. And he's like, yeah, but there's no waiters. And I go, I've never been turned away from a restaurant with empty tables in my life. Like, it's unreal. That's terrible. Terrible service out there. That's really bad. It's unreal. Well, I just, how are you going to have the biggest spa in North America and you're not going to have enough waiters? Well, they figured it was the Backstreet Boys. Nobody was going to be there. Whatever. (laughs) Fucking retarded. Uh, um, Joe said this was fucking hilarious that if John Witherspoon, Joey Diaz, and Miss Pat were on the podcast at the same time, it would break the space time continuum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's also what Kamar said after Miss Pat. I don't think you guys remember. You said him and John. I did not say Joey Diaz. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, but Kamar, yeah. the trifecta. Either way, funny. I'll give I'll, Kamar. I Good give for you, Kamar. Kamar, you get two thirds of the credit. How about that? For I'll you? take it. There you go. Been a hard week. <laughs> uh, that would be an incredible podcast. And what was very funny too was um, somebody sent Joe a White Snake cassette back in the day to make up for the White Snake cassette that his girlfriend made him throw away. That's just like that's a that's a funny move, you know, to think of that and actually go out and find the tape and send it to him. Fat boys. He should have at least given the guy credit. I need to mention a sidebar. There's a free plug for Dean Del Rey. He interviews Tommy Ulrich, who's the jumper for White Snake, who was also the jumper for Ozzy Osbourne, who tells the craziest story about how Randy Rhodes dies in a plane crash. Randy Rhodes, the wrestler? No, the guitarist. Mm. The oh, craziest that's, that's story Dusty ever. Dusty Rhodes, sorry. I don't get it. How does he... He obviously wasn't on the plane, so how does No, he, he, was on the, he was on the bus across the street from the house the plane crashed into. Oh, Jesus. And then he ran into the house, and there was a naked guy sitting there who did not realize a plane had just crashed his garage because he was deaf. What? Jesus. It's, a, it's the craziest story you've ever heard. That is crazy. I, I really, it, 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 it was on the Dean Del Rey podcast. Uh, Del Razors or Talk and Rock. Let there be talk. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Watts, back to our podcast. Yeah, Reggie Watts if you don't mind. Said, do you mind, Kamar? I digress. Okay. Uh, Reggie Watts said... <laughs> that 80s music was actually engineered for people who were on coke. That is pretty fucking weird. That's pretty obvious. It ha- Everyone was on coke. 
Yeah, but to to the way people heard music. No, but Simon, I think it's more coke. that they were on coke. All while the they producers, were making everyone it. in the room. So like, that's why. Yeah, the point was that I think the engineers were also so coked. Yeah, up. yeah, it was like some mistake yeah. that they made with a piece of machinery that ended up. It's the same kind of idea as I don't know if you ever watched that uh, Bob Marley documentary on Netflix. I don't remember which one it was. It was good, but. Um, it showed his producer, Lee Scratch Perry. The legend. And how, you know, in reggae, you hear that. Uh, and I always thought that was somebody doing this on a guitar, but it's actually a scratch uh, done by like some machine in uh, production, which is very interesting. Yeah, it anyway, was very interesting. Same kind of idea. Did get around to talk about NFL stuff. Do you remember which, what that one was called? No. The scratch machine? No, the uh, Bob Marley documentary. I thought Ca- you said Catch you a Fire. Yeah, okay, sorry. I would say all the music today is made for ecstasy. Oh, and then they said that you had to listen to the dead on acid, and then that the, the their sound engineer. engineer was actually a microbiologist or what made was he? Five million acid hits in over like three four years. years or yeah, something. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a sixty-five through sixty-seven. It's actually two years. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> and he made um, yeah five million hits between sixty-five and sixty-seven. Crazy. Uh, what kind of scientist was he though? Do you remember? No, no. Chemist. Yeah, something. I think he was uh, a, yeah, yeah. That's. But listen, if you're doing that much of any drug, then you want to make sure that drug's good. Do you guys know any deadheads? I mean, I probably do, but I don't know that they're actually deadheads. Up at the cottage, there. Actually, you know, you know too, because I know, you know too. Now that I think about it, we do in yeah. real life. Yeah, yeah. In Ottawa. Yeah. Like went to like has have been to like at least ten or fifteen dead concerts. Does that make you a deadhead, or do you have to go to like a hundred concerts? Say ten makes you uh, an uh, honorary member. Like yeah. fish, no. those fish heads there. Yeah, or whatever fish has a crazy following. That is crazy how um, certain bands just have like just a have wild, like wild cult following. following. Yeah. It's no crazy that people are listening to this. <laughs> Anything's possible. Oh, this is way crazier. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, whatever. What else you got for Reggie there, Cy? Um, He's got big hair. Yeah. He does have big hair. No, I truly, though, this this podcast really didn't do it for me. I thought it was slow and boring. It was so clunky off the yeah, start. It was. I couldn't get a conversation like, going. It was just like waiting, like, when is the flow going to start? And it just felt like it didn't. And this is another one where I texted you guys and was like, Reggie Watts, all caps, exclamation point. Expectation. Like, yeah, I was looking forward to it. And then you asked us after, and we all confirmed your suspicions, so... Yeah, I was like, do you guys also find this to be shit? Because I really found this to be shit. Again, I think the audio stuff was maybe some of the like the most interesting stuff they spoke about. There was just so many points. Where it was like, about this, I don't know anything about that. Just like <laughs> yeah. dead-end questions. Yeah. Do you guys uh, remember when you saw The Blair Witch Project? Still haven't seen it. Yeah. Are you serious? I don't care about horror movies. I saw it the day it came out with my dad. I remember seeing it in the theaters, too. 20 years. 20 yeah. years, yeah. No, but it was um, it was scary. Like I, yeah, rem- but I we, remember being so freaked out by it. That's another movie. Hold on. That's another after. movie expectation-wise where we, the two, me and my dad went in thinking they had actually found footage of people dying. It wasn't until the end where it's a directed by that we mm-hmm. were both like, ah. Oh, well, that's good, had. isn't it? That's the point. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. Like the movie I mean, was- hopefully you leave and you still think maybe it's real. 
No, I didn't. And I also left being like, well, that was terrible. Like, the only way that was watchable is if it was actually someone dying, which is a terrible thing to think and say, but that movie was awful. But it had, like, the... They had... uh, The budget was, like, less than the craft service budget of Titanic, and it made fucking... It's the most grossing movie of all time. No, that's Paranormal Activity. Oh, as, is it? Yeah. Oh, you you uh, you might be right. As it's, far as it's money way, spent, it's way up there though. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, cost yeah, them like a million dollars to make, and it grossed like a hundred million. So whatever. It didn't even it cost is. them a million. That cost them. Blair Witch cost them. I I think like. Uh, Kamar will pull that up because have didn't we? Didn't I tell you that I wanted to make this into a board game where you guess how much a movie costs and I love that game. How much it grossed, or vice versa? I love that game because we've Wikipedia. been through a bunch of them. Yeah, Wikipedia. That's what it's called. Um, you call you call it Wikipedia? No, Kamara is making okay. fun of me. He's saying no. It can't Wikipedia, be a game. every movie they say how much the budget was. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So okay. that's who you could use as your um, reference source. Source where where uh, people can just make up whatever information they want. Okay, what are you guys guesses? I said it cost uh, just under a million dollars and it grossed two hundred and fifty million. I don't know how much it grossed, but I'm going to say it cost them one hundred and fifty grand to make. It says it cost five million to make and wow. made forty five point two million. Forty five point two million. So you're so both now wrong. Both go to paranormal. Off. Go to paranormal activity now. How much that cost and how much it made? Because watch this. I guess the game is on. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. We'll just do this one more. This is a, a nice little J R E E segment. Yeah. It's all the J R E E board game. How much did it cost? Oh yeah, Matt is spot on. How much do you think? Paranormal activity cost. I make. think it cost uh, forty five thousand to make, mm-hmm. and it grossed six hundred million. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll say it cost one hundred and fifty grand. I'll stick with it. And actually, no. I think that one was fifty grand, and I think it made. I'm going to say uh, two hundred fifty million. Oh, well, it couldn't be four hundred fifty. So the budget was fifteen thousand. Fifteen. Sweet. Fifteen. Sweet. Yeah. Jesus. And the box office was one hundred ninety three point four million. Wow. It's that that ROI. crushes the everything. ROI yeah, on yeah, that, that is, is crazy. fucking Way to shocking. Go. Way to go, par- And meanwhile, they've made like thirteen paranormal activities. Dude, we could pull together fifteen grand. Like uh, this we is what I said tomorrow. Saying before, like, people Kevin needing Smith someone to do something made for you. clerks by maxing out two credit cards. Let's see how much clerks cost. Grand. Last one. Well, it didn't gross as much, but it only it, it didn't cost very a, much. Oh, box office, I guess. Yeah, Listen, no, even no. if it didn't gross a lot, it st- it kickstarted a career oh, that sure, made him sure. tons yeah. of money. So it, because for that one, it's after irrelevant. that, which is so funny, he got a lot of money to make mall rats. And you can see, like, they just did a bunch of stunts for no reason. Yeah, yeah of and course. It yeah, was funny. Well, we got this budget. It was Let's a fun do, yeah. movie. Mallrats is one of my favorite movies. My point, though, is more like Jason Clerks Lee. might not have made as much as Paranormal Activity, but Kevin Smith is a household name. Yep. Whereas I couldn't tell you who made Paranormal oh, yeah, Activity. Oh, no, yeah. So whether Clerks made a lot or not. Oh, shit. Go, Kamar. Let's hear it. So the budget for uh, Clerks was $27,575. That's insane. But That's crazy. The post-production, it was shot for that, was $230,000. Wow, a lot okay, of money. But how post. much did it hold, make? Hold on, say that again. The post-production was 10 times as much yeah. as shooting? Wow. Well, it's all shot in... I know, I get it. Very in like, simple. Yeah, yeah. In a convenience store. 
I understand, but Simon, 10 times as I, much in post? I can't. I don't even know what they do in post. Editing. So, well, yeah, it's I ADR, know. editing. But uh, what? There's nothing soundtrack. for that movie. Like, I don't even well, get Well, the it. sound. You lay the sound over. Well, yeah. anyways. anyways, how much did it make, Mar? 3.2 million. It so ain't no paranormal activity. Yeah. But no, but that's still, that changes your life. Yeah, but if you're just a guy trying to make movies, and you invest 27000 and then you take yeah. it... That's a decent. But I'm surprised that 3.2 million would turn any studio's crank. You know? uh, no, I, I think when you see that for the, it, how little it was made for. It will if you're a guy that had the know how and the willingness to go out and max out two credit cards yeah, just to get a movie made. So I don't want to get behind you yeah, in the future. Yeah, for sure. That's the kind of thing that I know we can't talk about him, but that's exactly the kind of person that Harvey Weinstein back in the day used to just throw $200 million at mm-hmm. without having to get his dick sucked. Um, and then we can end on this. If you have uh, $2.5 million, you can get a car that will go 186 miles an hour in 12 seconds. Just oh, throwing, dare to, dare to throwing dream. that out there. How fucking ridiculous is that? Imagine that $2.5 million for a car. Yeah, that's too much. $20,000 is too much for a car. Um, did they talk about space in this one? Just how big so. space was? No. No. Someone, no. one of them talked about how big space well, was. I, I just, I listen to too many podcasts. I just can't wrap. Space. Once, listen, once they start talking about how big space is, my mind, I just can't, I can't compute. And that it came from something smaller than the head of a pin. Well, and then that, just all of that, I don't know. Maybe they did talk about all that. All bets are know. off. Anyways. Either way. Are we know. done with Reggie? Yeah, that's the end, man. Rate it. We'll start with you, Simon. I give that one a two and a half. Two. Kamar? Yeah, I give it a two. I give it a one. But I don't think just final thought on Reggie. Sure. I don't think he's a bad guy. No, I don't no, think, no, no. There's I, no chemistry. Again, I don't I don't even know his professional thing. He seemed like a really good dude. Yeah, you're right. There just seemed to be no spark to this thing at all. Keep in mind, at no point in the last half hour did I shit on Reggie Watts no. at all. I just said... I didn't think this was a, a good podcast. I didn't think no, this was... this guy's intent was fine. Yeah. It just didn't work. I could have just... I would like my three hours back. That's all. Well, Two you, you can't have your No, I know. Back. I'm not getting it back. You're so. not getting it back. Mm-hmm. Andy, no. So speaking of wanting your time back. Okay. Okay. So Andy Nago. Yeah. I mean, I just could be so uh, less interested in this topic, but the make matters worse. So on the way up to the cottage, I buckled down. I listened to it in the car, took my notes while I was driving. All good. Get up to the cottage and I can't find the fucking journal anywhere. So like so you I had to listen again. I can't find it anywhere. And it was one of those situations where I had to like think to myself, holy shit, did I? even take the notes because I was sure I did. But then I went into the car and I found the wrapper to the, cause it was a brand new journal that I had opened, which I had kind of in my head too. Anyways, suffice to say, I'm pretty sure my mother threw the journal away and <laughs> I had to listen to it twice. Oh, well, that's, that's going to make it harder. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting. I mean, I, th- I don't know. Don't you think it's just that proud boys are going to shut down and Antifa's not? Getting deplatformed and stuff, having their bank accounts taken away, like it—it it just seems a weird double standard. And well, it, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, there, whoa. There's still like Proud Boys also had a meet that weekend in Portland. Let's actually start, but an anti-violent wait, meet. Can we start? Let's just start with Portland. It's Portland's weird. fucked up. Well, 
everything's weird in Portland. Man. Yeah, yeah, I understand all that, and like, I'm, this, it wasn't surprising to me to hear, but I just it feels like a real hotbed of like. But weed is legal there, is well, it not? It's, it's just so progressive and left. Yeah, Oregon has legal weed for sure. Why isn't everybody way more chilled out? Because they're fighting for the left to reign supreme. Do you, do you think that Antifa is getting a pass on things because of their name? Like people are so confused because anti-fascist is in their name. That Although they, they are fascists. Well, there's something that's not right. You know what I mean? Whether you want to call them fascists or not. Well, I think shut down culture is fascism, which is coming from the left. Hold on. What was the definition? They, they went over the definition. Yeah. The definition is. Uh, you have it written down there? No, I don't think here, I bothered. I'll pull it up. It. I got it, Kamar. I'm on it. Oh, I just scratched no, my nuts. Sorry, they did the definition of fascism. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, yeah. that's what a I did. A fascist engages in fascism. Okay, here. Fascism. The Not fashion? Is a form oh, of... I'm so maybe confused. Right, maybe you're right. Okay, fascism is a form of radical right-wing authoritarian ultranationalist... Sorry, ultranationalism characterized by a dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regimentation of society. So yeah, you could argue that Antifa is well, except that the power thing—they don't have uh, one person in power. So well, they have that one professor. Well, he's just writing books about it, which is okay, so weird, right? Forcible, like, what does all of this remind you of? Forcible suppression of Kaczynski. opposition, Marxism. Well, like no, it's all. But no one sees it, and Cuomo and uh, Don Lemon are like their biggest supporters, which is just crazy. They're so unobjective, it's disgusting. So he got attacked by a group of Antifa guys at a rally, right? He was just observing. He said he was um, punched in the head a bunch of times with uh, gloves that had... Yeah, yeah, the bouncy gloves, whatever. gloves, and that he got head trauma. All right, stop. Let's just stop right there, just for a sec. I'll I'll just say it. Did I... (sighs) I just, the whole, like, I have head trauma and I have hemorrhage in the brain. It just seemed, like, even Joe felt like it was. Oh, I definitely felt that Joe felt that it wasn't sincere. But but is it, how can you say that? Like, Joe knows better than anyone that it just takes, like, the littlest thing to fuck you up. And he was weird. Like, he, He at no time. I bet he was weird before. But I, I, I. Can see where you're coming from. Matt. I felt bad for, but you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Listen, he got beat up by a gang of people. I'm not. It's on camera. I I understand that. I'm not taking that away from him. I'm not. I'm just saying he's sitting there a week later on Joe's podcast. He seems fine. Like he did not. Brain seem hemorrh- fine. I was in a coma for four fucking days. Joe watches people get beat up. Like he watched Ben Askren nearly die three nights before that. And uh, I don't know. I just feel like. I just feel like this guy is as much this guy is as much part of the problem as he is someone that got beat up. I'll agree with that statement. Do you think he's an antagonist <laughs> for this? Of course he for is. Sure. He even said he was. Yeah. He's just trying to uh, expose what's going on though. How's he how did he say he's an antagonist? Well hold on. He See, doesn't believe their message. Sure, but okay. Well, I, I mean, he's definitely trying to get a response from Antifa. He should not go back, like Joe was saying. Definitely not. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he's even thinking of going back, what, like, why at this point? What's to, for what? Well, if, if, he got bear mace the week before, or three weeks before this thing. I guess, Kamar, this is the thing. If Gabriel can't roll a blade, Kamar, I haven't. The enemy then wins. the terrorists have won. Uh, yeah. 
fuck Come that on. was funny oh i haven't uh i haven't read any of his journalism so i can't sit here and objectively say like nor have i i can't say well him going down there is imperative to his journalism do you, you, you understand what i'm saying like Maybe if he's writing pieces where he really has to be down there interviewing. Only if part of the story is him getting beat up, does he need to be down well, there? That's kind of my point. As, as far as him being an antagonist, what I'm saying is he's going down to what he knows to be an Antifa protest where he sees people that are actively trying to pursue violence, wearing like face masks and ball clubs and all this shit. What does he assume is... You know what I mean? It's He almost is trying to play a martyr for the other side. I guess he more confirmed my suspicion, if you will, that um, like these Antifa people are the 12 monkey crew. You know what I mean? Like It's not that just they want... They want to end racism and defend trenches, right? They want to destroy everything. They're anarchists and... They want to get rid of everything. It's not like they're they're just like um, fighting the good fight to make the world a better place. I sure. don't think. Sure, but I mean, you know. And there's a never-ending supply of them because they're all obviously students with no jobs. Yeah, but let's also remember that like for a long time there were fucking wild right-wing groups that were just as crazy and doing... Like what? I don't remember. Well, that's because we all have short fucking memories. No, I... I and I, we just weren't paying attention back then. I don't think there has been. Maybe the KKK... But what's going to happen when some of these right wing people are just like enough is a fucking enough. They're all part of the thing is having a gun. Like it leads me to believe these what people Tim don't know says. what the fuck like Joe's right. When he says that is these fucking guys don't understand. Not that I do, but I'm not out there they're doing young, it. They're young. Is they don't get it, man. They don't get that. The end of this thing is not them winning this social outrage war. It's them getting shot. It's the anti up Yeah. Thing, yeah. Or getting hit by a car. That guy or, just got another or life. Whatever. Left exactly, Kamar. Like it's so easy to hurt people. The people they're fighting have way more power than at the end of the day. And uh, oh, and are way more willing to uh, go to to, to an pushed, extreme. Yeah. And and granted, I the- disagree. So hold on, but see everything you're saying right there. You're kind of ca- you're you're contradicting yourself. You're saying that the other side is far more willing. No. The- to- no, I'm saying more if, if pushed. Yeah, I get it. They're more these armed. These guys are against guns. But that's where I disagree. I think I don't think the right is as willing at this point to use violence. I, you I, would agree with that, Kamar. I don't You're think, sitting here arguing. That. I, I agree with that too, Matt. What I'm saying, though, is pushed and pushed and pushed. I just think you're, it's just the ex- you're poking a bear. It's you the know? escalation of violence, and it'd be the same problem if it was all right-wing groups doing stuff. Someone was going to come back and blow them up with a sick of dynamite or whatever. It, okay, it just, Kamar, but Violence does not eliminate violence. Sure, but here's my problem with... Here's kind of my problem with the whole thing, is Portland is an incredibly left-fucking-city mm-hmm. community. So... My whole point is someone like Andy No being there or Proud Boys or any of those right-wing groups being there, all they're doing is poking the bear. Like, it, it would be like if Antifa went to fucking the Deep South and started fucking... You know what I mean? Yeah, and they, okay. All, and but hear me out. That, they don't do that. And the reason is they'd get shot, for sure. We all... So listen, that's what we saying. agree. But my point is that <coughs> why don't they just let them be? Like... Antifa has a city. It's called Portland. That's fine. Give no, them that. That's not how that works, man. You don't get a city. You don't get to decide that. You, you know do, though. I mean? The South is predominantly. Simon, that's my point, though. You do. There's swaths of the states where you go, and it's not so great to be a black person, or it's not so great to be a Jew, or whatever. They, 
people do get their areas. They're whatever you want. So what, what I'm saying is Portland seems to be a very, very left-leaning city. If there's all these right-wingers up there that are clearly just up there to fucking poke the bear and to be assholes, that's my point is like, who cares? Let no, Portland... But like he said... I mean, those proud they're, boys... They're always being supported by the mayor of Portland. Oh, without they, any condemning th- or anything. A thousand percent. So everything percent. you're saying is true so that they, they feel that, but I'm I'm sure this could spread. I feel like Hold this on, is a but the same way, in a coal Hear mine. me out. The same way if they went to fucking Birmingham, Alabama, Antifa, and they started fucking bear-macing people, I have a feeling that the mayor of Birmingham, Alabama would be like, Guess what? Everyone's getting fucking ten year sentence. Like I just don't well, the, see it. Well, the for, mayor I, of I'm sure Portland, they're everywhere in the states. They're the mayor not just of Portland, Portland but, is okay, also but, the police commissioner. So right away, there's a problem there. You know, like those are two positions in government that should not be held by the same person. No, sure, that's neither here nor there. The point is simply it's if someone's just, breaking the law, the police should be stepping definitely in. part of it. And they're not. Yes, they're not in Portland. Apparently, this guy got beat right in front of the justice building. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean shit. Well, it means that presumably there would have been cops around there. Well, listen, first of all, Simon, it doesn't matter if they're at the justice building. There's a protest going on. There's cops there. It, one way or the other. You don't have to. It doesn't matter. Well, if all the more reason then why. Well, yes, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm just saying the justice building has a, it's a moot point. What I'm saying is there's obviously cops there. It's a fucking protest. I'm sure they thrive in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm sure they thrive in left-leaning the same way like these right... Listen, there aren't tiki torch whites in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, this guy had published that whole series about the um, LGBT people who had claimed they were beaten up on their way home and proved it was a lie. So he was was already pushing at Antifa, you know? Sure. It was... uh, but I mean that's different. That's no, actual just, journalism. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm what just I'm saying is him going out there. him going down to this protest. I don't feel journalistically, as far as those stories, has any. I mean, again, I'm not a journalist, so I can't sit here. Maybe it does. Maybe it has all. I'm sure he can find something else to write about if it's going to risk his life. I think it's his best interest too. But I, I, well, no, but I, I that's where Tim I totally thought he had integrity. That's actually where I disagree with you because then that's where they do win. And if Gabe can't <laughs> rollerblade, like literally, if. If he can't go out and be a journalist at the fear of violence, then they no longer live in a free society. Fascists are winning. I mean, I, I don't, I, yeah, I guess, but I mean, does he have to be that guy who gets killed to prove the point? You know, no, they need to smarten up, but not the way that the consequences seem is going to go. With them. Apparently, the police were told not to um, antagonize the. Antifa people in any way in fear of it escalating it into like a real riot. That's so like don't don't chase a car. I know it seems silly, but counterintuitive. Well, they're peaceful, progressive city, Portland. No, that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. The one part that didn't make any sense was it's illegal to wear a mask while committing a crime, and he couldn't agree with that. But committing a crime is illegal. How does, like, I didn't understand that. So, of course, wearing a mask while committing a crime is illegal because crime is illegal. Yeah, wearing pants while committing a crime is illegal. That's <laughs> right. This is breathing while committing a crime yeah. is illegal. No, but do you see what I'm saying? I so think I didn't the point, Simon, the that. point is that it might be a separate charge. Oh. So, for example, when they, when they, 
normally when they charge robbery, you with something, normally when they charge you with something, they charge you with absolutely everything they can under the law because they're more likely to get a plea out of you, mm-hmm. or they're more likely to get you on one of the charges should it go to court, right? Because there's a good chance they might not have you on everything, like dead to rights. So you might, they might lose one in court, but they'll get mm-hmm. you on the robbery. So that's, I think that was the point they were trying to make was that. But I definitely agree with if it's not Halloween. Just make wearing a mask illegal. Why Why does anybody need to wear a mask? Give me an, a reason. Why except for somebody, Halloween, you're allowed to wear a mask. Except for Halloween. And say good to my own. Give me a reason. Fine. I, so, no, no. <laughs> let's go back to no wearing masks. No masks. No masks. Face paint. I'm, I'm iffy on face paint, but fine I'm, face paint. <laughs> iffy well, on no, face it's paint. The, Joe made a really uh, poignant point, which was... It's just like being online and um, leaving a bad review or harassing somebody like you're doing it anonymously. It's so easy to be a shit when nobody knows who you are. If you're running around in a mask, of course, you're going to throw milkshakes at people. Of course, you're going to kick people while they're down or smash a window or whatever, you know, because nobody knows who you are. Just make no masks. I saw the funniest thing. uh If I was president, that would be one of my platforms. No masks. Someone posted a, a picture of like 25 Antifa members who have been arrested like over the years or whatever, and they're all white. And they were like, Antifa has a diversity problem. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all young liberal students who are just like angry. And if any of them had jobs, they'd have to like get out of Antifa or girlfriends or whatever. You know what I mean? But I think there'll always be a new generation feeding them. So it's it seems like it. Um, are they all incels? No, no. I think- but Kamara it goes back to like the whole parents of deaf kids not wanting their kids to be able to hear in in fear of it hurting the deaf community. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. so overly sensitive about the group. Like I was asking a buddy of ours, girlfriend, the other day. I was like, "Why does retard? Why does the word retard bother you so much?" And she was like, "Because I find it offensive." And I was like, "To who?" She was like, "To retarded people." And I was like, "I don't think a retarded person knows or cares." And she was like, "Well, what about their family and friends?" And I was like, well, now we're just getting crazy. Like, we're worried about hurting people secondhand. I don't know. It just seems crazy. All for words. Who gives a fucking shit? Say whatever you want. And pay the consequences. Well, sure. Okay, fine. You want to say retard. Well, no, the consequences. So says, I'm offended or whatever. You have to deal with that confrontation. You take offense. Offense can't be given. That's my whole thing. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I just felt like Andy, no, I didn't. I don't know. I wasn't sold on this guy. I realized he, it was an unfortunate situation, obviously, and I never want violence. You know, I never want anyone to get gang beaten <laughs> in the street, for sure. I completely believed him and just thought it was a weird interaction that every once in a while, Joe would just try to lighten up, make a joke, and Andy... Oh, my God. If and that's any, I think there's something wrong with his brain. Like, he, he was just... Any no, time Joe serious. tried to make a joke, it got awkward fucking it was real just so uh, here we go okay minute 36 27 joe mentions uh steven crowder's joke against yeah. um the guy with the m yeah, there yeah. whatever his name is um crickets <laughs> he doesn't speak again until 39 30 because joe speaking of intent joe realized that I mean, he didn't really fuck up in any way, but he realized that 
something had gone amiss in that second. And he went on this diatribe. Well, obviously it's like a four minute diatribe where he goes like Hill and Dale. And I think he's just trying to like, you know, what was the, no, but change a million subjects to get away from the that. joke he made was about, um, what was it? It was like, Oh, it was the female. <laughs> that was it. The, oh, I, I got it. Yeah. You, what is it? It's the females who, uh, it's oh, it's a female who's a male activist. Thank you. They must love cock and cricket. It is the most awkward it's ten so seconds awkward. of podcasting yeah. I've ever fucking heard. So that's like, I'm not sure if Andy is just dead serious all the time, or his brain is like not. No, up I humor. think he's just not a very like. Uh, again, I don't know. We can only him. speculate. I don't think it had anything to do with the brain injury. Listen, he seems like he grew up in a very probably staunch conservative Asian family where, you know, jokes probably weren't a big part of the <laughs> growing up. I think that's safe to say. Because, like, you, you're you going on Joe... Ro- First of all, he kept calling him Mr. Rogan. Mr. Rogan. That was <laughs> driving me nuts. Yeah, I was like... like You're on the show, on. man. When he said it the first time in the introduction, I was like, bit weird, but... I was like, I'll give him Benefit a chance. Benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you know, whatever. But then, like, when he says it 40 minutes in, I'm like, okay, now... He was more acting like he was at a deposition where he was yeah. getting evidence. But my point, again, is, like, you're going... Listen, Joe is, I think, first and foremost, a stand-up comedian. We might all agree with that. You're going on a comedian's podcast. Yes, he touches on a lot of, you know, serious topics. He's going to crack some jokes, like maybe snicker a little bit. This guy was just having fucking yeah, none of it. Yeah, just throw Joe a bone Dude, there, I feel like he Come might on. have been in a state that he thought if he laughed that it would affect his credibility. It, that's did exactly you, Kamar, did you watch this one? They would, I watched part of it. Was just, Joe just looking at, for, at Jamie a lot for laughs? Like, I'm dying. <laughs> Dude, because you see that a lot if you watch it where he looks at Jamie. Like, yeah. But this one must have been just, oh, it was just it's it very serious. This guy's still traumatized. I mean, it just wasn't. There was no levity to this. So back to Antifa for. Wait, a second. hold on. I will, well, yeah, one sec. I will say this to what Kamara's saying. I totally understand being traumatized by it. Like, you're at a protest. You can see police, so you assume you're like, I'm at least safe from harm. Or like, if harm comes to me, moderately, someone's gonna jump in. And come to my aid. Someone's going to get arrested. Something's going to happen, and nothing happens. Like, and you're an American. You got to feel like the system has definitely fucking failed you. Sorry, Simon. I cut no, you no, off. No, no, no. It's fine. I agree. Like, and especially in Portland. Yeah, I mean, I, but I would be surprised. No, no, no. It doesn't matter where you're in the United States. Like, I don't care if you're in a fucking small town or if you're in a major metropolitan area. This is supposed to be the freest, safest nation in the world. This shit's not supposed to happen. No, but he's a journalist agreed. too. It's not all right. I no matter sp- what you think of this guy, no matter what you think of whether he has injuries or not, that, that yeah. it's not all right. No. But I was thinking, like he's a small, meek guy. You know what I mean? He may feel unsafe everywhere now, like any corner Antifa. Yeah, yeah could, for sure. Because maybe they're on <laughs> Antifa's around every well, corner. Well, and he's at the Joe like Rogan compound, triangulated, whatever. Yeah. It's just it, Antifa is bad. That's what I got out of this. Um, they don't get my support. So they have many cells across the United States. <laughs> they have no like clear leader. Which well, is I think re- that's obvious. <laughs> well, no, but they're I like anonymous. Know. No, but look at how they operate. Yes, exactly. Anonymous come to real life. Um, they actively recruit. They have literature. That guy, uh, Mark Bray, 
is the chief ideologue of uh, Antifa and writes these books about where he clearly advocates violence. But it's violence to in self-defense. They've they've no, it's, mental fucking jujitsu themselves into it's thinking ethical violence is what he because it's it. yeah it's a, a self-defense mental jujitsu. I think is a good way to describe that. You know, to convince yourself. That, and then once you're in your thought bubble and you got your confirmation bias, you can just roll with it. And you know they have crazy parties and do drugs after. Go, what a great riot and stuff like. Well, I think the biggest problem. How do you know, know that? Because because they're young people like. Look at the pictures of them. They all got purple well, hair the and biggest, stuff. Hold on, hold on. I think on. the biggest problem is Everyone else is doing that it. it's really just the fringe who are violent, right? Like it's the Always. furthest of the fringe, but everybody else seems to be okay with, you know, just letting that go on while this guy gets his head beaten. And no one should be okay with it. It's. I mean, nobody should be okay with that. I agree. Listen, it starts. But I, this guy needs a new job. End of story. No, he's fine doing what he does. Done. It starts in elementary school, and I'll say it. I was a terrible kid, and no one ever really stopped me. It was always like... I mean, I was on the cusp. My parents, if I fucked up at school, were definitely pissed, and I got... But, like, you could see kids now. They run the schools. Like, if if they have a confrontation with the teacher, the teacher has to stand the fuck down. The parents are there, like, what the fuck? I don't know. That's where it starts. Don't and then, point at me. And Put then your think hands about by your side. And then by the time they're done high school, then they get to college and they're like, I don't like my fucking professor or, you know what? It, like, I don't know. What's going on? Oh, he's just loving you. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like the entitlement privilege thing has just got out of control. And yeah. I'm glad it confirmed my suspicions about this anti-father bunch of fucking losers. I mean, I just like, you know, it's like Chappelle said. He was like, he was talking about... Uh, transgenders and he's like I gotta be honest he's like I feel like if white if white men weren't doing it this shit would just still be not fucking cool but because white people are into it it's what's for dinner yeah this what else was, you for no? this was a very somber podcast for that's sure. two times listening yeah it was a tough uh, this was a it was really tough because well, at least as it was much as I I appreciated learning a little bit about Antifa most of it was just and I'll give it to like Kamar said, to the benefit of him having some sort of brain injury, but it was slow and uninteresting. Agreed. Yeah, no, I uh, let's rate it then. I will give this a two. I give it a four. <laughs> I, I actually, I, 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 it was the best podcast of the week for me. I don't even fucking understand, <laughs> man. Face. I don't get it. Simon's face there was fucking priceless. So she goes, he goes two, and right, right away, I give it a four. Well, no, but you guys the whole time are like, fuck this guy, he's up to something, I don't know about his intentions. I don't think he's up to something, I don't think he had any intentions except to milk this for a little bit of it, but uh, that's his prerogative after being, get the shit but kicked out of I'm him. I'm pretty sure he was ass, he didn't petition to go on road. He's been on a lot of um <clears throat> he's done a lot of press lately. I'm sur- I'm very surprised that Rogan had this guy on. This does not seem like uh it mind like you, Joe he, he had James Demore on. Get, let's get so to the bottom that, of this what's going on. Which is another thing. If if they're protesting James Demore um speeches, like that guy is as um vanilla as they come. Yep. No, it's that's it's, the problem. No, but they were so zero offensive about that, dude. We listened to him for three hours. Like, unless he was just totally pretending. Pretending. That, that's why I think why I like long podcasts and Joe Rogan is, I don't think anyone can pretend that long. 
I agree. Unless the actors Unless have. you're and Bob that's why Lazar, I don't think right, I don't think, Kamar? I don't, but he's been pretending for 35 years or whatever. That's why I don't think. But you could you could also start to believe your lie and fucking believe the truth. But I think that's why he is versed having too many actors on. Hold on, Simon. I also think it's easier to continue a lie when you can migraine your way through it for fucking. Oh, fuck. Well, I was, just, I was just thinking when Kamar said that of how many things in my life right now do I believe about myself that I've made up made into reality where do you want us to start well i mean (laughs) wherever you want no no i could probably think about a couple just without even giving it too much thought you know everybody does that Mm -hmm. i feel like i've done i don't think you can survive without doing that it's part of your ego i feel like i've done the opposite i've convinced myself of the worst well, that's what Kamar thinks as it's well. Part of, it's part of the act. Oh, we got a little talk about what you do. We know what you do. Part of the act. We know what you work on. <laughs> yeah, you were you were a little drunk at the time, though. Uh, sometimes. He told uh, you what you have to work on in life or in comedy? Both. Yeah. Interesting. A lot uh, of life, though. A lot well, of life. I, I, I don't think I can tell you what to work in comedy, but yeah, for the listeners, <laughs> sidebar. <in> uh, <laughs> we'll talk about the post show. Yeah. Sure. All right. uh, that's Matt what I was great that, at the contest. No, no, no. We'll really talk about the post show. Let's move on. I was going to bring that up at the beginning and thank Touché. you, but yeah. I thought I see what you do. I see what you do. Fucking. All right, we're moving on to the yeah. last one. You want to guess? It's twenty-two, right? Thirteen, twenty-two, twenty-three. What an asshole! Twenty-four. <laughs> Ian Edwards. Ian Edwards. So he's he's Go. English. Is that it? No. Yeah, no, he was he's born American. in he was born in England. No, see? or Jamaica and moved to England and then America. Yeah, because yeah. his accent. Fucks I me got right zero up. accent. Like, you have I, to be kidding no, me. I cured zero accent. I think his accent is just his low energy because he's a vegan. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he just, has like a it it it's fucking like he, I'm good at accents and his accent is very tough to mimic. He's soft spoken. I I really enjoy Ian Edwards. I do not enjoy this podcast. What is his accent though, Matt? Like I heard nothing. A little bit he of British, a little bit like, American, a little bit Jamaican. I'll have to listen again. And I mean, he's highly intelligent, so he, he's not talking like ebonics or slang. No, no, no. He's can can we start this podcast the same way they started theirs with the French fry debate? Sure, if you okay. must. So. I'll just throw mine out there first. McDonald's fries, they're not really fries, but they're fucking amazing. And hold on. I will start by saying this. Joe is wrong. McDonald's, since the 90s, they haven't used beef tallow to make the fries. Okay, good to know. So um, the fries are 100% vegetarian. They used to, in the, before 1994, like I think it was, or 95, and I could be way off, but it's somewhere in the 90s, I think. They use beef tallow. Well, their fries are still amazing, but they're not fries. If we're talking about the fry fries that are actually potatoes, you know? Let's stop and say this too. McDonald's, when their fries are fresh and good, is a different story than when you get them Oh, terrible. Oh, you got to eat them at the oh, restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but God, what I'm saying too, Kamar, is too, like if you go through the drive-thru at two and some of those fries have been sitting there for 20, that's fucking terrible. Well, you know what the life hack for that is? Fries, no salt, please. Oh yeah, because then they got to whip, then up, they gotta a whip up a batch. fresh batch. Yeah. Well, Good then point. they tell you to pull over and wait. They and make you pull over and wait anyway. Out. Do you want I'm the hot so, fries or what? I'm, I'm so I don't know tired. <laughs> I, I don't. At no other fast food place do they make me pull over, but McDonald's one out of two times I yeah. have to fucking pull over yeah, and wait for, for my sure. food. And then you know it's sitting there under the lights until they run out four people's orders. <laughs> this is the thing, though, boys. It's not like McDonald's is amazing when it's fresh. It's just and, it's garbage anyways, no matter what. It's back to the fries. But he's talking about the fries. Um, the five five guys. guys, yeah. Hands down. Best fast food fries. I mean, the amount, too. Well, 
their staggering. generosity is amazing. We don't have the Cajun option here. I very much am looking forward to that coming. I think do we, we just not? get the Cajun nope. out. I think they just do the Cajun option. Yeah, you just ask. You for only it. get that. Oh, then you get no more fries. No, 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 no. No, no you're no. wrong. They put that red salt on them. No, that's no, no, at you're Popeyes. Wrong. Kamar, you have to. I'm Simon. I'm I'm 100. If you just ask for your fries, I think they're Cajun. two different fries. But no. okay, I'll check it out next time I'm there. You've been to a Five Guys in the States, Matthew? Yeah, Sarasota when my grandparents had a place there. Did you try the Cajun fries? Always. That was always my option. And they weren't different fries? No, it's the same fries. They just use that Cajun seasoning. And I'm certain, actually, I've had it in Ottawa, now that you mention it. Can I just say that uh, Joe Rogan in this episode used the word weird to describe everything? (laughs) Did he? Everything. They were high. Hmm. When you're high, everything's Why weird. Why do they call it football and they call it soccer? That's so weird. Well, that is weird. That is, Why no, is football called Hold football? On. It's not. The whole time it's I was just listening. It's cultural. It's, it's not no, weird. No, it makes perfect sense. Think about it. They had a game in Europe called football where they predominantly use their foot. Okay? They would kick around, I don't know, a fucking yeah, frozen turd. That's soccer. Until finally, yeah, well, it's football. So that was the first game. Okay? Got it. Some American went over there, saw them playing it. It was like football, okay? Didn't like, didn't probably take the time to really get the nuances of the game. Just figured like, okay, I get it, and then came back to the states and kind of didn't really like the game too much. So it was like, you know, it'd be better is if we just threw the ball around a bunch and like really tackled each other and picked up and ran with it. Yeah. yeah. So at that point, why don't you change the name? Well, because to them, they're like, we're American and this is football. Okay, again, that's just silly. Is it weird? Is it, like, is it? Joe want to call it touchdown? Was that the name he came up with? I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> well, touchdown is actually better than football. The the NTL. The only person to use their foot in the game of football is the most useless dude no, on the fucking field. No, hold on. Field. No, the the way, place kicker stop. wins games. The way the, Ian, the way Ian Edwards, the and way Ian Edwards said it was better. The guy who gets the least amount of pussy on the team. <laughs> Yeah, see, the guy he, who always hangs out with the team, the kicker. He's subtle and funny. Sorry, what? Ian Edwards is subtle and funny. Mm. And it's like on this show, I thought he should have been showcasing, but he's not that guy. Just ham it up and like show how, you know what I mean? No, but even then, Kamar, he didn't, I, I didn't hear him laugh. Oh, no, he No, laughed. it was so low energy. They were so low energy. Yeah. Well, Joe wasn't, but Ian was. Yeah. Ian, he just is, though. I've Did, seen him on four uh, podcasts. Let me ask you a really serious question, okay? Something tells me this is going to be medium serious at best, but if please you, do. <laughs> if you had to. Yep. Oh, my God, the build-up. You build should up. learn not to steal people's thunder, Matthew. I'm just going to say that. If you had only to. only 60 episodes, it. Shut up. <laughs> If you had to, would you um, eat human flesh? It, like, if it was a necessity, if it meant living yes, or dying, course, yes. you would eat human flesh? Yeah. What am I going to die? I'm just going to die with your fucking dead Jew Kamar. ass lying there? Kamar? Yeah. Okay. Would you eat human flesh if you could? Like, no. if it was just a taste? No. Kamar, you would, eh? Yeah. Of course. Look at not only would he look at the look on his face there. Now, now that we got that out. I like of the a way, leg bone. Would are there certain people you would rather eat than others? Oh, you want to like make this racist? Women? This is incredible. Simon wants to turn like Simon would never eat an Indian. I think I'd like to eat a vegan. A vegan. I think they might be better meat. I don't know. Oh, because they're like grain fed? 
It's like it's something like that. grain it's fed more, beef. More natural, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like um, no pesticides. Although, no so these McDonald's every day would be nice fatty, and that's where you get the flavor. Well, the, the things meat. you I'm, I'm, I don't know. the things you eat don't eat meat. And you, you know what I mean? Cows don't eat meat. They eat grain. And women so I said grass women, yeah. beef. women will eat their placenta. So it just doesn't seem that it's that far removed from being crazy. You know what I mean? And we Whoa. eat eggs and everything. Listen, Simon, you brought this. Yeah, but nothing about you, women eating placenta. Well, no, I'm, these are examples of us, how close we are to eating flesh or a human being. So if I want to get stem cell um You have to go treatment. to Panama. No, I, I know, but our... our they're getting that stem cell out of an umbilical cord. The best stem cells are out of the umbilical cord, so I believe. So if I know somebody who's giving birth, can I ask for their umbilical cord? I don't think so because you've got to take it to a doctor. Well, obviously, I'm not just going to eat the umbilical cord. I'm, I'm saying, like, Simon, I, do I get on. an in if I know somebody who's pregnant, you know? How do you start that conversation? I'm just curious. Just, just float me. Just... Well, how does do you I, take them out to dinner? Is this a phone call? Do you text? No, he no, tells them how much I, he loves golf for an hour. I would be no. <laughs> here's, I the, would, here's the rub. This isn't. I can't golf this is anymore. Totally serious. I would be like, I'm in pain. I really think this could help. If you don't think it's weird, the I, okay. I could really use that baby. That's the whole cord. spiel. That's what I'm saying. Do you dress up? Is it at dinner? No, it's on the beach, and you uh, invite them to the beach. Just drinks. You no, just like the beach outside the cottage. You know, there's like a grass place where everybody communes. You know? So it's someone in your family, is what you're saying. That's the only person you're asking for the umbilical cord. Okay, I could ask somebody in my family. Yeah, and is that better? If there's like some genetic, uh, you're asking two fucking yeah. morons. About uh, yeah, so maybe, it really maybe, flattered yeah. me that you made eye contact with me <laughs> asking a question, and I was like. You really made harder eye contact with you, too. Yeah, like, you'd have the I answer. knew something. Yeah. So, they talked about mountain lions um, escaping or being around LA because Joe bought that the picture. Photo. Blah, blah, have you blah. seen that photo? I have. Yeah. Didn't we look at it? Oh, on yeah, I think I showed you on Reddit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys remember when a lion escaped from Papanak Zoo, which for the 17 listeners is the zoo? just outside of Ottawa. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, so a lion escaped from Papanak Zoo. They ended up having to shoot it. But I was thinking, because I do that drive all the time. Imagine just, you know, you're driving down, you know, minding your own business. You look into a field where you think, you know, I don't know, may see a wild turkey. And there's a fucking lion. And there's lion. a fucking lion just eating a wild turkey. <laughs> Dude, that would be like... You would feel like the world was ending or something. Yes, something would be very wrong. <laughs> I have a feeling you just like rub your eyes like in the cartoons and just keep going like, what nope, the fuck? nope, didn't see that. Well, so up at the cottage this weekend, I'm driving uh, down the road and on the side of the street, I just see a saw or a tanning bed, like just discarded. And I thought, wow, that really is Quebec roadkill. So I was like, you know, did you grab it? No, of course not. But I snapped a picture of it. I thought it was funny. I thought I thought Simon was going to say, "So I now have a tanning bed." So I now bed. have a tanning bed. <laughs> if it was something I wanted, yeah. I might have grabbed. But what a weird thing to just be like, "Uh, yeah, this is as far as I'm going with this." You know, <laughs> just yeah, you don't even try to sell it. I wonder if it was on the roof and maybe it came flying off. But no, there was a bunch of other shit in the woods, so I think they just dumped it. Hold on, someone had the tanning. Oh, on the roof of their car. On the roof gotcha. of their car. Yeah, gotcha. it was just like one of those fold-up ones, you know. But like according to this in, podcast, like you know, you just take a stick and tap it. To scare away the lion. 
Remember the saying that was a pointer to do if, if you're confronted with a lion? Yeah, just rub the stick in oh, the grass, right. distract <laughs> it. Yeah. As that's, you sheet your pants. Yeah. I'm sure that's going to bug the lion Did more. either of you see the video of the family getting out at the cheetah reserve? Yeah. Oh, I think I showed it to yeah. you. Yeah, it's crazy. It's Those people almost died. I don't think those people have any idea how the close woman to death they was were. running away from two cheetahs with her baby Dude, in her there's arms. Like four cheetahs. Oh, it was. Uh, I think that's the yikes. best big cat to be chased by. See, but they're in a reserve. Like they know they're going in with cheetahs and tigers and shit. So fuck them. What if you just walk out of your backyard and you know there's a fucking black bear in your swimming pool? You know. Yeah, but you see that shit all the time. I've seen videos of people walking all the time. Yeah. Or if you live in Florida, you're just constantly like have dinosaurs creeping around your house. I have a bunch of an- animal videos. Have you seen the hippopotamus eating the watermelons? No. They just throw a big watermelon in mouth and just. Hippos are hippos are fucked. I felt like Joe had a lot of misinformation about wolverines. Such as? As a ferocious animal. Well, it's super ferocious, but I just think that in his head, he was building it up. Like, I think wolverines, yes, they are ferocious, and yeah, they can pull down like a buck or something, but I think they're like scavengers. Most of the time, they're looking for other prey's carcasses. You you know what I mean? But I think they're they're sort of like honey badgers. Yes, exactly. They're totally vicious, and they don't back down from anyone, but I don't think they're like actively out there fighting bears and shit. But I don't think you'd want to come across one. And you never do, because they're super elusive, like another big hairy animal we know. (laughs) This fucking guy. Um... So anti-vaxxers, because they talked about autism and anti-vaxxing for a second. How weird it was. How long is it going to be before Justin Timberlake just ditches uh, Jessica Biel? Never. (laughs) Have you seen her in a bathing suit or in her underwear? Yeah, you're crazy. So basically, if your wife was hot, it would be fine that she was a flat earther? Yep. No, you see, that's not okay by me. If my wife is Jessica Beale hot, fuck, she can believe what she wants. Anything she wants. She's going to be teaching that shit to your kids, man. What if she lets you do your anything? anti-vax Hold on. kids. What if she lets you do, what if she also lets you do anything you want in bed? I know. I mean, it's a tough one for sure, but uh, I think you got to look out for your family in this well, case. I mean, I don't know. I'm never going to have kids, so I, for me, it's a moot point. I'd be like, great, you can believe whatever the fuck you want. But mm-hmm. isn't it interesting? You know what the other good thing is, too, is... If she hasn't been vaccinated. She turned out all right. No, I'm just saying. But she might have been vaccinated. No, no, no. What I'm saying is if she's not vaccinated, you get sick of her. It's it's an easy fucking out. Yeah, but then you're losing your kids too, man. Like, uh, I just said I don't have kids. I don't understand what's uh, going on here. Well, she's having kids because it's all about vaccinating her kids. Anyways, so she was on Seventh Heaven. Yep. So that was a super religious show. So I wonder if everybody on that show was really like... The dad dad was a pedophile. Well, the dad was a pedophile. Like, a lot of fucking weirdness came out of Seventh Heaven. And it was supposed to be a really good wholesome show. I wonder what happened to the other players. Name the other. Hold on. Name the other weirdness. Well, the two people out of like seven on the show. Is that why it was called Seventh Heaven? Because there were seven of them? Dude, this guy started this with Joe is spreading disinformation. And acting like I was like the biggest Seventh Heaven fan. Like, do I sound like I watch Seventh Heaven? Well, it looks like you're pulling up your Seventh Heaven notes. I only know about Seventh two. Heaven because the, the guy in it was a convicted pedophile and he looked just like Dante, John Tesh. They talked about coyotes for a long time. How weird they are. 
how <laughs> weird they are. Yeah, they're amazing animal. They did talk about we, coyotes. We won't get into it again because uh, I know Matt doesn't like coyotes at all. What? I Okay. Well, you, I thought you said you weren't interested in coyotes. I don't give a shit. If you want to talk coyotes, go crazy. I have one in my lap. Mm-hmm. Um, well, coyotes in Central Park, that would be weird. I mean, again, just something you're not expecting, right? And then, But I guess the problem with coyotes is that you would think it was a dog right away and then wouldn't give it the respect it's due. Foxes, you know? too. I think, first of all... Foxes are very small. I think if you're in Central Park, you should expect to see just about everything. Anything, yeah. yeah. Keep your guard up. <laughs> you're could, absolutely right. You could Matthew. see a tiger. You could see a man <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> I mean, you can literally... You could see a tiger. You could see everything I in think, Central Park. I think Joe realized he pushed the... Too far when he said there's coyotes in such a park. But it's weird how there are some things we're willing to accept in the city. You know, like... Uh, rabbits. Rabbits. Raccoons. Raccoons, thanks. Porcupines. Squirrels, which we're all so... You know, like nobody has a problem with squirrels running across the wire. But if you saw a rat running across that wire, that would be unacceptable. I no, would not again, leave the house. You live, no. It, when I lived in New York, you see rats... <laughs> daily uh, dude i could all. not function like that simon no. if you live in new york you are making rat but sightings. i guess the point is it's all what you're used to right so if yeah. you're used to rats then like you've all seen that rat documentary on netflix yeah, yeah it's off-putting well dude it's how like, in india at that temple like the rats are revered and they're drinking milk out of the same bowls as them and blah. Well, dude, where is it? Alaska, where those fucking birds attack people all the time. That's just something they have to live with. If you're riding your bike, these birds will just fucking attack your helmet unrelentingly. But again, they're just used to it. Mm-hmm. Well, like pigeons, Joe kept saying, are not native to here. They were brought in. And he called them squab, and he said lamb's a fancy word for sheep. Well, you've eaten uh, squab before, haven't you? Yeah, probably. Like a small. I've had squab. Uh, yeah. yeah. I look at pheasants as the same thing, or partridge, or whatever it is. Well, I don't think Cornish. The, hen. I don't think they're the same. No, thing. I don't think they are. Cornish, Cornish hen. Might no, be Cornish similar. hen is more like a ground bird. But I've never eaten seagull. No. No. <laughs> no neither have I. Yeah. Oh, That's why a good would you point, want Kamar. To? Well, why would you want to eat pigeon? Yeah, I mean, to me, I assume both of them are made up mostly of garbage and like discarded shoes. So, what things in the city would you eat? Would you eat a squirrel? Horse. Horse? There are no horses. Yeah, there's tons of the equestrian center. Okay. Kamar's just at the equestrian center eating horse. <laughs> I think it'd be hard to eat dog. Oh, I would never eat a dog. I, I do like dogs. Yeah. And cats. Yeah. I think I'd eat a human I'd before eat I eat a, a cat dog. Rabbit. Way easier than rabbit, a dog, of course. I wouldn't like to eat it. I've eaten rabbit before. Yeah, rabbit Rabbit's is no great. problem. But Rabbit's, you don't want to see it when raccoon. it's all skinned and shit. I wouldn't want to eat raccoon. No, with their little man hands. And all they eat is garbage. Ooh, imagine that was a dish raccoon hands. Ugh. That'd be deep fried and battered. Disgusting. Have you ever seen them washing their little hands? They're like... I eat snake. One step away from opposable thumbs. My That's why you is, could never eat monkeys, right? Like, again, you're... Why? They would fucking eat you in a heartbeat. I know, but it's like eating a tiny little baby. It's disgusting. Deer. There's deer in Ottawa. Yeah, venison's pretty yeah, good. You'll run into deer to the experimental farm in the middle of the city. Yeah, I've seen deer for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hit a deer. I see fox at the experimental farm. I would farm. not eat fox. You wouldn't eat fox. I, I, well, that's I, a lot like a dog. I said eat a person, so of course would I Would you want to eat any uh, canine? canine? Yeah, no. it seems something yeah. weird about it. It seems something weird, agreed. Yeah, I said I'd probably eat a human before I eat a dog. No, I'd definitely eat the dog before I eat the human. But I wouldn't want to eat any canine. I'm with you. Um, Great combo. I eat rats. Yeah. So wait, hold on. You have to survive off one city animal for a month. Okay. 
You can't choose bread and butter. I'm going with rabbit, I think. Hmm. A nice tender. You have to catch it yourself, animal. though. You have to catch it yourself and survive well, for the month. My stupid little Frenchie can catch the baby bunnies. Did I tell you that? Yeah, she you told me. The yeah. baby bunny. Would you eat the fish out of the canal? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even go near the canal. Fuck. You're definitely eating piss fish. I think all <laughs> piss fish. That's a great name for a punk band. <laughs> and you could say we bear. are piss fish, piss fish, you, and shit. Guppies. You could say bear because there's a bear in the market last year, so that's in the city. Uh huh. So you want to eat bear? I've eaten bear. No, but how that's does what you bear... want to eat if that's your one? And I have food? to catch it probably now. So what's yours? I said rabbits. You can't say rabbits now. What? So, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's isn't that the game? On the other side over here, the uh, okay. So they were talking about phone tribes, you know, Apple versus Android and all of that. And I don't know anything about that. But this weekend I saw or got to use the Huawei. The uh, camera is the, fucking shocking. Um, Did you use the camera? Yeah. What? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, the Leica. The Leica. <laughs> We're not talking about apples and oranges. No. We're talking about like cherries and sirloin steak. No, a pinhole camera and a telescope. It is incredible. The zoom on this thing is beyond reason. And the pictures come out like, you know how when you look at the X compared to the 7 and you're like, wow. Yeah, yeah. The Huawei compared to the X is like, get the fuck out of here. No, it's not even close. We got to get that sponsorship. Huawei. Get, yeah. What's going on here? I honestly, Simon. Uh, let China have all my info. For that camera, let him have it all. I was thinking about buying. Oh, wow, these have been sold. I was thinking about buying a Huawei. I just, just got to buy a Leica camera. <laughs> they're so expensive. They're so hard to get, too. They're not. You can't just go. I don't think you can just go and buy a Leica. Way to get I, yeah, it. you can. I, think, I don't know. I think they're all numbered and like. Like, I, I really think getting a Leica is... I'm pretty sure they cost a lot of money. You're they're right. They're super but, expensive. But you can get them. I would love to get a Leica. But, but now that I saw this phone, I'm like, the cameras must be incredible because the phone is, like, redonkulous. It but could I really think, kick my weather report up to the next level. Yeah, it could. I was thinking about pulling the drug dealer move and buying a Huawei just, just for the camera. For the camera, yeah. Well, how much is it to buy that phone outright? And then what's the cheapest? A um, it's a grand. No, it's got to be more than that. I doubt it. No, they're trying to compete. Why could it? It can't be more than a grand. Well, I thought the um, Apple the X 10 is, a grand. is like 1500 bucks. No? That's okay. If you buy like the super lots of gigs one, maybe. So this was a crazy stat about Apple. Apple could buy Nike. these companies and still have $25 billion left. Nike, Ferrari, Twitter, and Manchester United. Dude, it's it's staggering. dude, and still have twenty five billion. Yeah, they have three hundred and <laughs> three hundred and twenty billion dollars cash. It's, it's so crazy, cash, man. Simon. Not equity. Twitter, cash. just Twitter itself. You're like, that's got to be one of the biggest companies in the world. You know, I know it's not, but dude, Nike, Nike, Ferrari. Man, you is only like three billion. Uh, so the Huawei only. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. They have three hundred and twenty billion. Throwing Man U on there, yeah. like no, that's dude, just for fun. Simon, they could <laughs> they could tip a waiter. Man United, like yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, nine hundred forty nine ninety nine with tax. So it's a Not so a thousand bucks. A thousand for bucks. The camera. Yeah, but the camera has got to be better than the phone, wouldn't you think? Uh, you, a Leica camera uh, compared. I don't think. What I'm saying though is for the convenience of just having it in your pocket. Like if you buy a Leica camera, you got to have it around your neck. Like they, have, no, they have little ones too. Yeah, but the, I uh, but you want a real Leica. Yeah, like probably. my point is, I have a 
I have a fucking DSLR. I'm saving up for a mirrorless. But the problem is a lot of the time when you're going places, you don't want to be carrying around a camera with a fucking well, and you want to have a camera lens. bag with foam in it. Just yeah, and my, that too. You're walking around five grand worth of shit. My sister used to have. I'm pretty sure she used to have like a little Leica. Yeah. That was like uh, one of those, you know, you press it and the thing comes out and then the zoom adjusts for yeah, you, yeah. but you can also adjust it for yourself. Well, autofocus, yeah. And it was just a sweet little camera, but it was just small. It That's a great it advertising big. slogan. There's yeah. nothing like a Leica. Well, if anybody from Leica, like Leica is listening, we'd yeah, be happy to on. do an ad spot for you and test out any cameras you'd like. Or Huawei for that Well, matter. we know who Huawei's listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they, we know they're, they're listening. Text. Yeah. No, they're not. China is one of the countries. Well, we don't, we have none of us have a Huawei, but if one of us did, then they'd know. So we went through why um, football is called football. Apparently, why is soccer called soccer? Did they ever just a word. explain I think that? It's just yeah, a that's word. weird. It's just a word. Yeah. Oh, Kamara, I thought you were actually interested in something. No, we were he talking said weird four hundred yeah, times. In this I got episode. it. <laughs> I got it. Um, that well, I mean, d- think about hockey though. Like hockey. Yeah, why? It might have been right. a First Nations word. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's hockey just, it's just a nothing. fucking yeah, word. Yeah, maybe it was a First Nations word, Kamara, you're right. No, I don't think hockey was a First Nations sport. Lacrosse, Lacrosse is, is a First, First Nations Nation sport. sport. No, but I think hockey, some version of hockey was as well with, um, I think the very first skate they found was a whale's bone. Actually, they when I was in elementary school, they brought this skate presentation into the gym, and I remember that being a thing. The One of the blades was a whale's bone. So whatever that means, maybe it was an ancient civilization thing, and not. Oh, here we go. It was aliens. Thing, it but, was uh, Eric Weinstein brought back the whales. Uh, the Dagestan basketball sounds pretty funny, though. I didn't look it up. Tackle but, basketball. Yeah. Tackle basketball. <laughs> just just sports that don't belong ju- yeah. together. Jujitsu with a basketball. And Joe was like, uh, "Yeah, I don't know if it's something they're just doing in Dagestan or if it caught over all over." I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just Dagestan." Yeah. <laughs> sounds has it very, caught on yet? It sounds very regional to me. And we learned that there's three on three basketball in the Olympics. That's weird. Yeah, that that will be, but that should be fun actually. Oh yeah. yeah. The uh, what else? Break dancing. I think. I, I learned something interesting about cricket was that it was brought over by the uh, colonizing English, but then actually got adopted of the sport of the country where they were colonized. Yeah, it got perfected by a lot of nations over because uh, they just won the World Cup this year for the first time. But I it's I never huge in like Sri Lanka, big in Australia, India, India yeah. Pakistan. Well, all places that were colonized yeah, yeah. by England. No, West Indies. So I never even realized what cricket was all about, but so they have those wickets yeah. and you're protecting them. Yes. Yeah. I just it never like I, the, I always knew they were pitching and hitting, but I never knew exactly and, what was going on. And when you hit the ball, you got to run back and forth. Or run or you can hit it out of the park for six. Yeah, no, I it's you know what? It's probably minus the fact that it's a lot like high lie that you can die cuz that ball looks like it's really hard and being whipped at you. Well, they're wearing a, lots of pads and a helmet like a goalie. Yeah, some of them aren't. It, it seems, Most of them are. It seems like it would be fun. And when they're playing pickup games of that at the park, nobody's wearing any of that. Yeah, you know? but they're also not playing very... Like, That's it's a true. seven-day game. That's true. The thing is, though, there's two types of bowlers. There's a bowler that's a speed bowler that just throws as hard as he can. And there's a bowler that throws really soft with tons of spins, so the ball goes around. Yeah, the ball does all sorts of wild But the thing about shit. cricket is there's, like, three types of cricket. There's test cricket, which is one takes three days. There's one day cricket, yeah. and they also have speed cricket. Why takes the like fuck a, do you know so much about cricket? Because I lived in Australia for two uh, years and watched yeah, cricket. They do have and it. I swear to God, at the beginning, I was like, I am not going to be watching cricket. A year later, I was like, this is the best. Well, that's like when I was in Oxford. Um, 
rowing. No, darts. I got oh, really yeah, into yeah. darts. Mm-hmm. And we just said 180. It's got to be around something long enough, it'll rub yeah. off on you. Yeah, because darts is fucking boring, let me tell you. Well, Playing, it's fun. Playing, watch your TV, watching it looks it, crazy. It's crazy how there, the dark guys are these fucking superstars. They come out, they got like yeah. mohawks and oh, dyed yeah. hair, and the crowds are insane, and there's women whipping their tits out. Well, but the crowd they're is, hold on, the crowd is wasted. I was just going to say, they're wasted. just getting shit-faced just, wasted. All it is, is I think pictures. darts is secondary at the end of it. Yeah. No, no, there is... It's not in a bar. It's in like a stadium. I understand, full but that stadium people. is but full of beer. But you still think it's yeah. secondary. Okay, yeah. fine. I'll, I'll, I'll buy into that. I'm surprised the go- the dart guys don't sip a beer while they throw. They pretty much do. They'll have beer Some bellies. guys have a beer right there yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, but oh. highlight is, or uh, sorry, uh, cricket is kind of a mix of highlight and baseball. Yeah. Well, it, it, I'm uh, sure uh, there was uh, cricket before baseball. So baseball well, cricket was around before highlight i'm sure as well that too, yeah, yeah highlight is pretty recent isn't it it was that guy who invented it to try 80s. smuggle the drugs or whatever to launder money um yeah it, i i found they just jumped all over the place back to animals back to weird sports back to joe saying this is weird that's weird yeah people being really tall talked about that for a while it just, it just, I, I had high expectations because the inner words, but I realized I had heard him on four other podcasts. So I was like, what more do I want to hear? And I mean, I think he's a really interesting guy and just been around forever. I just, for me, for a week where there's two comedians, both comedian episodes were the fucking worst part of the week for me. Like, mm-hmm. You know, it was crazy when they were talking about, it was the tribe. I don't know where it was, Africa, somewhere. And they follow around the lions or the cheetahs after their hunt and then steal their kill that's like they don't even hunt their own food it's ballsy fucking ballsy but ingenious man i knew guys like that at the bar with ladies <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure come on i know a few too but uh come the apocalypse you'll be eating pigeons no problem that, you won't even think twice about it. That'll well, be good. Food. I mean, let's be That'll honest. That'll be good eats and easy catch, man. Because those no, things are dumb you as shit. Simon, you could go you can hit it with a rock. I got bad news. I'll be eating you because you will have all the supplies built up. I will have killed you and your family, eaten all the supplies. That's terrible, Chef Bernie. Well, I'm just baby. letting you know, man. You're definitely not coming. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for Ian Edwards. Or do you have no, more? No, no. Okay, I got, sorry. Uh... Kamar made it seem like he was. Whoa. You have seven pages. Whoa. The apocalypse no, comes. No, no, no. Sorry. The apocalypse no, no. comes. I'm. I'm dying. Yeah, we've already been through this. Yeah, you're you're gonna ride the motorcycle off, off the top the cliff, of the building. <laughs> you somehow get a motorcycle up to the top of the building and in the drive elevator. It off. Terminator did it. Like, uh, like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I've done it in GTA a bunch too. Did you guys? Doable. I listened to a whole podcast about Elisa Lam. Did you ever listen to that case? She was the. I think she was a Canadian. She went to this hotel in the states and ended up in the water tank up top yeah it's yeah. like a mystery oh yeah died. in new york city or something but it was i i had listened to a different podcast about it where they were talking about like it as a murder this one one of the theories is that there's like some um magic ritual that you can do in an elevator where you can get to like a different dimension by following this it's stupid some but sort that's, of portal that's what they were yeah some sort of portal exactly and yeah I know but this poor girl ends up in a fucking water tank and this is where they're going I imagine being like the mom of that girl you know and you're like anyways shouldn't even give it a Mm-mm. whatever whatever um, 
Did you guys ever watch the show Preppers? Did I I asked you that? I think, you asked right? us, yeah. Doomsday Those Preppers. are people preparing for the end. That's yeah. right, yeah. Listen to Alex Jones? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got here. This is good. This is good listening right now. Oh, my God. That was a crazy story. He talked about getting a circumcision. Oh, yeah. That oh, I had to, to fast forward. That, did, I had to fast that forward. did not have to come. I had to that fast was forward. Just, he didn't have to. He didn't, nope. he I didn't have to do it. I appreciate him being no. honest. Yeah. And saying, oh, that yeah. reminds me, yeah. but yeah. it was unnecessary yeah. information. No, yeah. I nearly threw up. I yeah. was in my car. And I was like, I was getting nauseous. Yeah. I was like, I got to fast forward. Something else, man. And he said yeah. he was cleaning his dick. Yeah, I think no, you, the whole oh, thing was... Uh, just, I didn't... Yeah, even, I, and Joe Joe was so funny, eh? Yeah, you were furiously cleaning your dick. <laughs> and a girl was there. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, didn't, I definitely didn't need any of that. Poor None of that was Ian Edwards. But that's so weird. The reason that all came up is because he had to... I guess the company got in touch with him is like hey dude you're talking shit about penis enlargements it's totally fine that's exactly the guy yeah. died because of yeah, yeah anesthesia, yeah. anesthesia like, not the penis enlargements well, so joe's now working for the bigger dick people because <laughs> he kept saying not only was he like i'm i'm sorry that i said that but i hear that it actually works it was like he was doing a little promo for the uh no i think they hit company. him up with some cease and desist yeah, shit. like probably. we're gonna fucking <laughs> sue your fucking ass and Joe was like, it's not bad enough. I have YouTube coming after me. Fine. I'll, I'll turn it around on the show. Well, I almost died getting circumcised. They were talking about Uber killers, which is so weird. Cause wasn't I talking about Uber killers the other day about how easy it would be for Uber drivers to just kill people. Well, now that we know you could just get a license and you don't well, have to be driving the car. Well, that too, man. That's even scarier. But still as a detective who board your car, I mean, it's not, it's not totally anonymous. Right. You'd have some leads. Right. Because yeah. they know someone. Yeah, it's not yet. It's You're not right. the hardest I'm, case to crack. You'd have, <laughs> like at the end of the day. You'd have to steal <laughs> well, the car. If you don't, how would you even know that they were picked up by an Uber? No, you'd have because to. Because they have your phone and a record of you. You're order. not really Uber. This is how you do it. You just show, you see somebody waiting. That's how you do it. You just show up. Did you order, you order Simon, an Uber? You, I'm Joey. You obviously Jump have never used Uber, have Twice. You? Okay, the way used it twice. Okay, so when you order your Uber, it has a photo of the person yes. and their license yep. plate number and the make of their car. And you're going to get it wrong a bunch of times, like one out of twenty. But you get people, it right, but you only need one out of twenty victims. Drunk people you just know? get into any So at car. that point, then you're just a murderer. You're not yeah, a, an Uber killer. No, you're not an Uber killer because you aren't an Uber. Well, you're pretending to be an Uber. They'd still call you the Uber killer. Once they figured out what was going on, you're definitely being dubbed the Uber killer. What if you were fucking their eye sockets? You'd be the Uber eye fucker. Okay. Well, fine. Uh, maybe. I guess I'll concede to that one. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not going to die no, on this, this fucking you, hill. This is what you have to do. You have to find an Uber driver that looks sort of like you when you get in the Uber say, hey, we look sort of looking like. Then you kill you him. You kill the Uber driver. I got you. take over okay. his Uber before you go for a while. And, that just uh, seems expensive. Like you'd spend well, I don't so much kill anyone. on the I'm initial Uber. how you would do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, listen, I'm trying to reverse engineer this Uber killing with you. We got to get all the facts right. The Joe Rogan experience experience does not condone murdering in an Uber. Follow well, us on I mean, Patreon. listen, hold on. If the drive was terrible, I'm not against murder. If they played terrible music, they wouldn't <laughs> shut the fuck yeah, up. Exactly. Now and you know you, why they do that new Uber where you can ask for people to be quiet. I saw the best tweet the other day. This, to avoid murder. This girl, <laughs> this girl tweeted out. She's like, I have it on my, uh, I have it on my Uber account that I'm deaf. So the drivers won't talk to me. And she goes, I got in a, I got in an Uber today. 
and the driver got on his phone and said, "Don't worry, this deaf bitch got in. I can talk. I can talk for a few minutes." <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something way worse. Than I that. hope that's like true. Like he just kept going, "I'm gonna kill you. No, no, no. I'm gonna fuck you. No, no. I hope that's true. Even if it isn't, that's fucking hilarious." <laughs> um. For a second, they were talking about magician comedians, and it just reminded me of that guy on uh, what show was that? Where the guy gets on and he's just like doing the most mundane tricks, pulling the Kleenex out of the box. Oh fuck that guy! That is one of the best acts I've it ever. It is so amazing. That is one of the best. It was acts the one with I've Simon Cowell though, because he X's yeah, him right away. America's and by the Got end, Talent. He takes back his X because yeah. the guy is so underwhelming funny. Tricks that were the funny, most you know. underwhelming, Kamar. But this guy's face, and then at the end, they're like. Um, Blah blah blah. No, the best and it's si- a joke, and he's like, Simon goes on. It's not a joke. Simon, it's magic. <laughs> yeah, Simon goes. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He's like, this is not funny. It's a magic. Yeah. he's so is so yeah, deadpan and so, so deadpan, good. Yeah. Um, and then they were talking about Ali McSheedy. Do you know her? She's a comedian. But apparently she's good friends with Rogan and them. She's was on. Ali Makovsky. Oh, Makovsky. She started on Kill Tony. She started as one of the regulars on Kill Tony. Well, Kill Tony would always say, no, no, it was Kim Congdon. Yeah, that's who I was going to say. I'm sorry, I forgot your name. Uh, Oh, I'm sure she's listening. The two girls. No, no. You already got her name wrong. So There was the two girls. Thank you. uh, Do you have a joint? Yeah. uh, Something Wineshank. Sarah Wineshank, I think. Okay. And then they sort of moved on, and then Alan Mikofsky was the next woman. Since then, now he's got some uh, guy regulars on. Yeah, but she's just an opener. Wine shank. But she's 20, so mm-hmm. she's in a good position. But yeah, 24, friends and with Joe. Relationship yeah, I mean, that that was going to be my point. This girl is like, uh, seems like she's got it made. Fast track, Soon. baby. Fast yeah. track. Um, Just, and we're almost done. Bobby Lee again. I didn't say shit. No, no, I'm, I'm just telling you. Okay, Bobby sure. Lee again gets mentioned. He's got to be coming on the podcast eventually. This is going to lead to. I Bobby feel like Lee Joe Rogan. Hold on, Joe has write a new joke. Joe has no. Podcast. Joe's mentioned a hundred times that every time he sees yeah. Bobby, he invites him yep. on. I still think it's going to happen. Okay. Um, and oh, you want to talk about who we want to have on? But no, we'll do that in the post. Show. Yeah, but Louis, well, no, wait, we should do that at the end to end this. Go ahead, though. Louis, for sure. I think is going to be on at some point this year. Hold I on, think Louis's that's never just been bound on. to happen. Yeah, I know he's never been on. Oh, you don't think he's ever going on? Uh, I think he's going to go on. I think. So you think so? According the, to the last. So hold thing on. Before he's hold on. Hold on. Back. By your logic, then you think that Chappelle and Louis will make their first JRE appearances this year? Correct. Wow. Yep. That'd be big. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just once. But yeah, we can. That's a fun, year. fun game for the post show, though, Maddie. I'm with you. Um. But that's all I got for uh, our okay. friend there. Kamar rated Anthony it. Edwards. No. It's Ian. Ian Edwards, sorry. I give a three. It's Anthony Edwards. He's the guy from ER, fuck. <laughs> the bald guy? The bald doctor, nice. yeah. From Revenge of the Nerds? That's it, yeah. Nice. Uh, Simon, Mark gave it a three. give this one a three as well, yeah. It just made the cut. Three. I give it a, a two, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It just, well, I don't know. But sorry, I mean, no, it was no, just no, less it, than... I, fine, to me, it was no just not up to snuff. Final thoughts about Ian. He seemed like a really great guy. I love his demeanor. I love his calmness. Again, much like Reggie Watts, I am not shitting on Ian Edwards at all. Yep. I can't sit no, here and say... No, there was no shitting on I him. I just didn't think it was a very... 
This one had more flow to it, but it seemed less energy. He oh, almost, that's why I gave it a two. <laughs> he almost reminded me as Wiz Khalifa. Like Joe would say stuff, and he'd go, "Oh, no way." Minus the. Oh, that's uh, wild. Y- yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yep. Minus yeah, the, yep. yeah, yep. But he had his own thing that he did. Yeah, like and and Owen Smith, they they plugged Owen Smith big in this one too. I don't know who that is. Who's Owen Smith? I guess he's a comedian. Hmm. Is that our the crazy one? In New no, York? that's Owen Benjamin. No, Owen Benjamin is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Owen Benjamin is a guy who's living in the yeah. woods. Owen Smith is a comedian who does a lot of writing like uh, Ian Yeah, Edwards, more of a writer so, than actual comedian. But yeah. Joe thinks he's so funny. Mm-hmm. So, again, maybe he'll have but him you know, on the show. you know the grind and the hustle of it. I'm sure there's a lot of people like, I want to, but I don't want to. All right. Well, either way, I guess that's it then, right, gents? We're done? Do you have any final? No, nothing? That's it. Great, great yeah, work there, boys. I got to get going. Fellas. All right. Well, oh, you have to leave, Kamar? We can't. No, I think I can do the post, Joe, but I, we'll I got to get post. Oh, yeah, you got to do the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, again, if you're in Ottawa at any point during the month of July, Kamar is playing at Absolute Comedy, or he's hosting at Absolute Comedy every Monday. And if you're listening this Tuesday, tonight. Oh, yeah. And if you're listening to this on Tuesday and you're in Ottawa. Come see me and Matt go head to head. Yes, Kamar and I are competing against the battle each other. Of the sexes. At yuck, yucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other than that, thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Patreon, patreon.com slash J-R-E-E. Join the club. New Patreon's up with the very first episode ever. Yeah. Uh, we just released today uh, episode one we did uh, of our new series. It's called not. Okay. This is tough to explain. Sorry. Our new series is called This Won't, won't, age, this won't well. age Well. We've done many episodes. They come out ev- the first three Mondays of every month. And this week we did uh, the one that released was episode one of JRE. It's the four Mondays of every month. No, we don't do one every Monday. We did four this month because there's five. Oh, it's gotcha. the first three okay, of every gotcha, month. Gotcha, gotcha, Either gotcha. way, what we do is we go back and listen to super old JREs and uh, see how they've aged. And see what predictions they may have made or yeah. just stuff that has come to fruition exactly and it's been very fruitful so far there's been some really good fucking choices so check that out um you can join for as little as a dollar a month we're not but asking you, for you money. can't look yourself in the mirror if you just pay a dollar a month for this service that's a 25 cents an episode guys come yeah, on it's true you don't want to be on the brian Redband level you got to get in at least on the callum level i would assume <laughs> um Which either way be the shop level okay i'm sorry my apologies <laughs> it was like five in the morning when i made the fucking thing All right. um you can also follow us on instagram jree podcast you can follow kamar on instagram at kamar babar for the weather uh you can follow me on instagram you can follow simon on instagram actually bigfoot sighting oh, yeah. society that's right become a, a member there you go. Uh, you can follow it'll me be, on Instagram fun. at Floydy, F-L-O-Y-D with five E's. And uh, that's it, right? Did I miss anything? No, oh, that's it. Keep your eyes open. Yeah, keep your eyes open. Stick around for the post, Joe. And uh, we hope you all have a lovely, lovely week. What up, Jesse? Thanks so much.
now listening to the sounds of the We Are All Going to Burn in Hell Mega Mix 2. 2. 2. 2. 2. 2. 2. Thank you. 